Well, as you can see, I'm still standing, so that's a good sign. I built it up in my head. It would be a harder thing to do, 58 burpees in a row. Well, we'll talk about it as well as a whole lot of other things on this 23rd of February, 2024 on the Robert Scabell Show. Uh, first hour, we got Dr. Alfonso Monzo, who I first met, if my memory serves correctly, at the Red Pill Expo. Dude goes deep. We'll have some fun time. He knows copper as well, and uh, we're going to have a, a, it looks like a bonus access to a discount code through Azure, Azure Standard. I've talked to Superdon about that, so stand by for that. There may be a special guest in hour two, if it all works out. That's going to be really kind of cool. Somebody. Uh, somebody, I say, a kid, a 10th grader, did a science experiment with sovereign silver gel on what? I won't tell you. I'll, I'll report on it even if she can't be on the show because it's really kind of cool. And uh, let's see, the homeopathic hit of the day, again, related to bone health, again, teeth as well. And let's see, anything else? Any other questions of the day, comments today? You can come on in at robertscatbell.com slash watch dash listen or where various social media platforms that you can still interact with that we haven't been banned on. So let's get this healing party started, shall we? Right now. Yes, right now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. Here's Robert Scott Bell. Well, it's almost time to play the song, which we're not going to play. I'm still standing. I was so trepidatious about today, not because I'm concerned about another year around, another travel trip around the sun, uh, but because I I'd worked up my nerves of like 58 burpees, really? And I did it fine last year. Anyway, I did it again this morning, and I was like, oh, what was I concerned about? That's ah, kind of silly. So, uh, Super Don, uh, we got, uh, like, video evidence, because you said if it did, and 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 the same thing with the my friend, the owner of the gym, said, if you don't get it on video, it didn't happen. I won't believe it. Uh, so, we'll, we'll get to that. Also, as we uh, headline today, the first hour, uh, Dr. Alfonso Manzo, uh, the best name ever. Are, are you kidding me? Ever. Uh, and he's coming on. I met him initially. My memory serves correct at the Red Pill Expo. Um, not, not just last year, probably previous times as well. Cool guy. And we get to talk copper, all kinds of things. And we got a special deal for Azure Standard. For those of you who have ordered before, you know how awesome they are. But we got a discount code. So that's exciting. I didn't know that would happen. Uh, and then maybe some surprise guests in hour two. We'll see what happens. Uh, we got a, a homeopathic hit of the day related to the bone health and, as well. And uh, let's see, I've got, I've just got a message coming in about our hour two guests. Yeah, okay, so it looks like we will have a special guest on an hour two from high school in 10th grade. Uh, first time ever uh, this will happen. Not one of my kids, but uh, super fan and super friend Allison, uh, her daughter Samara, did a, a science experiment that was pretty cool, pretty profound that I just learned about before we went to air. And uh, she, she presented it as at, like at a science fair. And you're going to find out acne medications, sovereign silver gel. I wonder what works best for acne. So Samara, and I think our teacher will be on as well. We do have permission from mom to do that. So that looks like uh, coming up in an hour two. Now, Super Don, if you'll open up your, your camera and your microphone. Uh, I know we've got some serious uh, discussion points on, on topics as well today. 
I just wanted to say I was just ridiculous, being ridiculous about the burpees. By the way, yes. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. Thank you. (laughs) We don't want to skip over the important part of this, of what we're talking about here. Right. Well, you know, every year that you're still up above ground in that context with that body functioning. I want to say, though, I'm very impressed because I remember your 55th birthday. Yes. And that was a tough one for you. I had to get over that. I called it double nickels. I could not get you to say the number 55, but Mm -hmm. now you're just like, not only are you saying 58. Yeah. But you're doing 58 burpees. I'm, I'm I mean, owning it. I right. did I did 60, I think, just in case I did, I miscounted. I wanted to overdo it. Once I got to what I thought was 50, I'm, like, I'm going to do two more just in case. Maybe I get it covered for the next two years. I don't know. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I don't know why I'd worked it up in my mind that it would be bad. But the only disappointment to me is like I wanted to do it to the ACDC's Thunderstruck, right? Because that, that'll really get you going rocking. That's what I did last year. But they couldn't get it to play over the loudspeaker. So it's just like I eventually, here you go. This is this is the start of the, the video there. And I don't know what I'm saying at that point. 58 burpees in a row. I'm gonna try and do it during one song, Thunderstruck by ACDC, because it's long. And we'll see what happens. Now, what I think is interesting, it's like you're getting yeah. ready to do 58 burpees. You're already out of breath for some reason. Well, I just warmed up. Uh, with, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, dude, I would not be expending any energy whatsoever uh, yeah. if I'm going to be doing 58. But you're like already like out of breath. Well, the reason is in the, I did round one. I did a, a round a jump rope to warm up. I wanted my body warmed up. I stretched. I did a little of this stuff. And, and so, yeah, I, I was already getting my heart rate up. I didn't want to start from zero. Uh, oh, you know, at, gotcha. Okay. At 58, come on, you got to stretch a little. You got to warm up a little. All I right. think fully responsible okay. there. All right. So. Cardio miracle, thank you. <laughs> and uh, let's see what happens. You start the music and I'll try it. Woo! Why do you have to do more when you get older? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you in shape. So. Keep you young. All right, All come right. on. You kind of psyched yourself out a little bit here. I know. You can do waiting. this. You can do this. I was this. waiting for the music, and I could barely hear it, so I just started it. Yeah. You know, here I go. I'm going to warm it up a little bit, jumping jacks. And so I thought you were going to Come gonna on, Robert. You going to do them or what? What's going on? Come on. Well, here we go. Starting All right, here we go. There you go. There's one. There's one. You know, I. There's there's two. Yeah, those are called burpees. There's you jump three. Down and you do a full push up, and then you there's come up four. and jump. All right. Up. You're doing it. Now, 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 here's what I'm going to suggest. Instead of watching you do 58 burpees yeah. in real time, yeah. I understand that somebody did us a favor here so we could watch you do 58 burpee, burpees yeah. and not take six minutes to do it. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, there you go. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> I can't count that fast. <laughs> Is that crazy? That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right. What do you got? About 40 here? Yeah, they're about There's 50 in front, but you can still about, see. It. Yeah, they're about 60. There you go. All right. Yeah. And you can, I mean, if you go to the end of the video in real time, I kind of talk and I was a little bit out of breath. I mean, I got into the yellow zone, the top of the yellow zone. So my heart rate was higher than I normally get it when you do something like that. But it was great. It never, I don't think I, when I got the report, it didn't go into the red zone. So again, cardio miracle, also ongoing attempts at maintaining functionality full functionality as we kind of they call it aging but my experience in this lifetime of course i had to overcome 24 years of chronic diseases 
And I was an athlete, even as I was chronically ill as a child, I didn't know any better. And I liked doing athletic stuff, but I had to will myself through allergies, respiratory disorders. At one point in college, I was diagnosed with a preatrial tachycardia, you know, uh, you know, the, the heartbeats that would go shoot sky high in the midst of it. And yet somehow I made it through, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a good scene in my twenties as I was fatigued. I had digestive issues. I, you know, all the stuff I've talked about for the years and years and years that, I, that I've been doing this show. It's my what, 25th year we're broadcasting. So, uh, to, to do what I'm doing today, I like to think of it as hopefully something that doesn't tick you guys off, but inspires you to say, if he can do it, I can do it too. And you don't have to do 58 burpees, but start something, start walking, get on a little rebounder, do something because movement is life. When you stop moving, you stop living, and then your body begins a slow decline and decay and de de degeneration. And keeping the what we call stem cell production, regeneration, growth and healing, it really depends not only on doing what Super Don has done, switching to a cleaner food, but also moving. The body needs to be challenged. It needs to, you know, we are meant by God to live in this gravitationally challenged environment. That's why I think a lot of the space stuff is kind of nonsense. You can't you can't survive there, much less uh, the excessive ionizing radiation. You need a lot. Did of you? Oh, by coffee. the way, speaking of yeah. since you brought it up, did you yeah. see uh, yesterday? And I guess some people can say this is fake if they want yeah. to. But uh, the the very first private uh, space company landed a a a, a vehicle. Yeah. On the moon. I have not seen those pictures to say. I have if, not. If I well, I don't, I don't know if they have any pictures or not yet. At this I'll have point, to ask but, Dr. Alfonso Monzo. He's smart. He might but, know. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, oh, I, on, I don't know. Man. Don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't rain don't, on your uh, moon don't. parade. Yeah, let, let, me leave, let me have my blue pill once in a while. <laughs> it's kind of a cool story. Oh, it's right? kind of neat. They actually, I actually watched the the, the footage of, of the, you know, the main control room and stuff like that. Wow. So, that's really if it's cool. true, it's the first time that that we mm -hmm. have uh, been on the moon yeah. in in fifty years. Did they use a spaceship that didn't look like it was like held together with uh, uh, tin foil and and and? And tape? it didn't look like it. I, well, hey, I don't know. Actually, I didn't I see wondered. what the spaceship looked like, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I am curious. Uh, you know, it's yeah. something we can cover. Uh, so anyway, just anyway, so happy to be standing strong. At this point in my life, or just standing, or just standing at all. Yes. Considering on Monday, I just trashed my quadriceps with the challenge of the week, and as of this morning, I'm still in the lead for the heavyweight division, yeah. uh, doing those 77. Nobody has hit that yet, so that's a, you know that's cool. Like your birthday week, another year older according to the clock or something, but uh, still winning those challenges for the whole gym. It's like, dude. I look at that and go, this is awesome. And not because I'm getting any special prizes for doing it, but it's, you know, personal accomplishment. You can feel good that you, I'm still moving. I'm doing things and, 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 and seemingly not degrading and degenerating. And I'm not saying that this body exists forever because I think, you know, we are spiritual beings that inhabit this body while we're here, but while we're here, isn't it more enjoyable to have a body that functions that's not chronically ill, inflamed in pain and degenerating is it? You know, if we look back, and Alfonso would know this because he's like a biblical scholar extraordinaire going back in time. You know, I don't know how long we supposedly are designed to live, but I think it's a lot longer than people on average do today. I think and, you're right. Yeah. And look, I, I, I want to be here as long as I can be of service 
and to help people to heal. Because my mission among everybody's has different perspectives on this is to bring the power to heal back where it belongs. And that's with each and every one of you. And it's not a power I give you. It's a power from God that created us all. And, and a big part of that is getting out of our own way. And the ego plays a huge role here. Of course, we, we, we start thinking we are God and then suddenly like, oh yeah, find out how that's going to work out for you. So I, I try to be a little bit humble in the midst of, I am so braggadocious about what I'm doing. Let's see. Oh, mom. Hi, mom. Thank you. Thanks for bringing me into this world. Uh, yes. Uh, all those years later or earlier, whatever. Lori, happy birthday. Thank you, Lori. These nice messages. There's more. But wait, there's more. Lori has some fun, fun little squiggly lines or whatever that, that's going on. So uh, this should be a fun day to celebrate for all y'all. I hope you enjoy the show and I hope that you're sharing the show. And also tomorrow, guess what? The AMA, the monthly AMA for our Zoom, on Zoom for our patron supporters. So that's if right. you would, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That helps us to cover the, the bills, including the, the website redesign that we just went through. And there's still some more to do. And that's coming up tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Patreon. You can access that very readily and rapidly. So you can be part of that tomorrow with us as well. All right. So enough of the social stuff real quick, because I want to bring Dr. <laughs> Alfonso Monzo in. Um, the opening story talks about amalgams, mercury amalgams. They're wrongly called silver fillings. They're used less and less, thank God. but is if you needed to know dental exp uh, mercury exposure is not good for any of us, least of all women who are pregnant, you know, trying to develop a healthy life, right? Another baby. And they say even one amalgam dental filling may expose pregnant women and their offspring to dangerous levels of mercury vapor. This is according to a study published this month in the Human and Experimental Toxicology. Again, this is not new news for you that have been part of this show, but it's more validation as to why it's just plain, can I say stupid or moronic? The dentistry at all considers this a safe product still after all of these years, decades, centuries. I mean, we know mercury is the second most toxic metal known to man. And yet, oh, yeah, if we if we mix it with stuff and put it in the thing and call it silver, somehow it's safe. No. uh, -uh. And, you know, props to one of the ladies, the, the, the mom, super moms that comes to the gym every day or when she's in town. And she had one amalgam. And after. I was probably so annoying. She's like, all right, it's all right, Robert, enough. And she went and got it removed and put in a something safer. So anybody can do that if they're not too severely ill. I know that Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez had said in certain cases of people that are so devastatingly weak, it could be very traumatic, maybe even more traumatic to remove them. And so countering it with selenium, for instance, or other metal binding agents or the folium PX that Bob Brioran has helped bring over from, you know, the Chernobyl disaster of the former Soviet Union. Uh, and that was in Ukraine at the time in 1986, the folium products, folium PX, folium immuno, folium relax have been great. Got my mom on the dance floor at 90 again. She's still cranking it. Hope you're riding that little bike, that stationary bike too, mom. I know it's like annoying, but she's doing her cardio miracle and folium as well. Now with that, let's open it up. The special birthday edition of the Robert Scott Bell show, having the coolest name ever, on the Robert Scott Bell show. Of course, the guy behind it too is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, he goes so deep, dude. He, if you've seen his presentations, like at the Red Pill Expo, knows some stuff. So we're going to have some fun with Alonzo Monzo, Dr. Monzo. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell show. Hello. Thanks for having me. There you are, the deep booming voice. And notice, um, 
both Super Don and Dr. Monzo have facial hair. Today, I don't. I wanted to see if I still had a baby face. So the mature adults in the room are going to be Dr. Monzo and Super Don. I'm just the kid here. So just stepping aside. So Dr. Monzo, did we first meet at the Red Pill Expo? Was that where we connected? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But we have the matching glasses. So, you know. Oh, yeah. I love that, too. Did you get them from one of the, uh, the Red Pills, the guys that were there that time, the family that was presenting? I did not. No, I've, I've had mine for some time. Gotcha. Yeah, no, these are awesome. Made my every time I put them on in in these environments, like my eyes can it's like palpably I can hear them go, ah, is that nice? (laughs) That's lovely. So uh, I appreciate that as well. So yeah, we met at Red Pill. You presented on some very deep level stuff, and you have uh, you know uh, deep level knowledge of of biblical history principles and tying it into healing, which I love as well. Um, And you've updated the website. We've got it, drmonzo.com. So welcome, my friend. And you also know about copper. Right. And that's yeah. cool because so few people talk about copper. We're still in the minority. That, that is so true. So if it's you a, introduce yourself to the audience that doesn't know you yet about your journey and a short version of it, how you got into the, the type of healing that, you know, we know is not sanctioned by any government or pharmaceutical industry agent around the world, which we appreciate. Yeah, sure. So, uh, mine started and I actually started out in, uh, electrical engineering. So I did two years of electrical engineering when I was finishing high school, trade school. And uh, I decided I probably didn't want to go work on circuits and computers and repairing and everything. So after that, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. But I ended up going to uh, Grace College, theological seminary. My understudy was biblical studies, Christian ministries, youth ministry. But when I was there my first year, uh, so this is, uh, this is around 1999, I got sick. Hmm. I got ulcerative colitis. Oh. And of course, I didn't know what was going on other than I was bleeding and had no energy. And so, you know, I went to the allopathic doctors and they did a scope and they said, okay, it's ulcerative colitis. Well, being the guy I am, I've always asked too many questions. <laughs> so being an engineer, I was like, well, so is this like bad diet? And like, no, 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 it has nothing to do with diet. I'm like, okay, uh, you know toxic or something. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. I'm like, uh, bad genes. Nope. doesn't have anything to do with that. So, you know, at the, time, at the time we get to the end of this list, I'm like, well, what is what this? Is like? He's like, what's well, it? Bad luck. Bad luck. Oh, and I'm like, bad luck. You love that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, we have drugs though. And if the oh. drugs don't work, we're going to cut your colon out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no colon. He's like, yeah, you wear a bag. And, you know, and I was like, well, if you don't know what the cause is, how can you fix it? <laughs> Exactly. So I went holistic medicine at that point because I was already kind of big into like, you know, martial arts and stuff. And so I kind of had a little affinity to like more Eastern thought. So I was like, ah, this is, let's go uh, natural medicine. And funny what you were just talking about. Um, So I saw a doctor, his name was Dr. Barron. He was in Cleveland, Ohio, and he was like 92 years old. Looked like he was 70, been practicing holistic medicine his entire life from Germany. And, uh, he ran a bunch of tests and live blood and all kinds of things I'd never seen before. And of course, he found I had super high levels of mercury and cadmium oh. and lead. And of course, we found eventually parasites. And of course, I was eating the American standard diet, a sad diet. And so he got me fixed on all that kind of stuff and got me detoxed and got me on real supplements. And, you know, in a year's time, I was I was healed up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I learned a little bit more. There's one thing that was holding me back, and that was... Uh, when I was five years old, I had open heart surgery. 
they found a, a hole in my heart at five. Oh, good Lord. And uh, wouldn't you know that that scar tissue from the surgery was blocking an energy pathway that controls the gut and the mind. Mm. And uh, when I was really young, I had a lot of learning disabilities that people wouldn't believe today, but they actually thought I was like somewhat retarded or just they didn't know what was wrong with me. But uh, so they put me in all these special classes and I taught myself how to read. I think that was the, the greatest thing as I was never brainwashed mm. in high school because they didn't teach me anything. I had to teach myself. But all of that was related to the same energy pathway and it was being blocked by the scar tissue. Right. So that's how I got into natural health and everything. So was it because also of your engineering background that you perceived the physical material of the body as also having a relevant, let's say energetic component or maybe a deeper level component? Because, you know, in, in the allopathic world, if we talk about things like energy centers or chakras, they think we're bonkers. And there are people even in the religious world, particularly, you know, in Christianity, they often say, if you talk about chakras, somehow you're demonic. But it's like these you're just words to describe things that have been in existence for, you know, millennia when we first started looking at the body and going, what's this all about? How does it work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was really intrigued. And, you know, when I was first getting into this stuff, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. It's like, okay. I could go and become a medical doctor and specialize in natural medicine. But then when I was looking at the history of how medicine began and what they did, I was like, I don't think I could sit in class with these people. I'd probably get in a fight with them all the time. So then I was like, okay, there's chiropractor. There's a homeopath. There's a, I highly considered traditional Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, I could be a naturopath and just specialize in biophysics and the electromagnetic systems of the body. And that's what I did then. I chose to be a naturopath and learn a little bit about everything and then specialize in the electromagnetic systems of the body. And that's kind of been my main work for over 20 years now because, mm. you know, I started it back in 1999. So it's hard to well, believe because I'm a young guy, but I have a lot of experience. I guess I was always in the right place at the right time. Yes. I got to start at a holistic uh, center mm -hmm. very early before I ever had my ND. Because the chiropractor, or not the chiropractor, the, the, the doctor, I think he was a DO, Dr. Barron, mm -hmm. who I was seeing, he was retiring. I was like one of his last patients. And I mean, he's 92 years old. No one wanted him to retire, but it was time. And the clinic that was taking over for him, I happened to be uh, the hockey coach for the team that the doctor taking over, his son was on the team. And he came over and I got hit with a puck once and he came over and looked at my wrist and he did a couple things. And I looked at him. I'm like, are you a doctor? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're not a medical doctor, are you? And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, but I'm like, you do other stuff. He's like, yeah, how did you know? I'm like, medical doctors don't look at your wrist like that. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, we're opening this holistic clinic and we're taking over for uh, Dr. Barron. And I'm like, I go to Dr. Barron. He's like, really? And so, you know. I was getting some training back in those days on biomeridian testing, mm -hmm. which is a way that you can actually measure acupuncture points using resistance, which is the work of Dr. Vol. We could talk about if that, if you want to, but anyways, I, I was fooling around with that stuff. And he's like, well, we're going to have this machine here and we don't have anyone to run it. And I'm like, I, I know how to run that thing. So I got a job very early working at an integrative holistic clinic. So these two medical doctors I was working with at this clinic, they were both MDs. And they both ran medical hospitals here in Ohio mm -hmm. and uh, Lakewood. And they both left because they felt that after 20 years of being in emergency medicine, they weren't helping anyone. 
except for your gunshots and wounds and you know right putting humpty well, dumpty back together yeah so other than talk that about it's warfare medicine which you know yep. there are great advancements in surgical interventions to save lives when they would otherwise be lost but to apply that same methodology to your colon no in fact they yep. you know one of the, the sub chapter headings in my in my book unlock the power to heal uh I talk about the road to colostomy bags is paved with antibiotics and prednisone, right? And you know that was the road they were sending you down if you didn't go, whoa, 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 that's, that's not the way I want to go. And so healing is about how do you find what is a cause when they say bad luck? Like, this was my journey, right? This was so <laughs> similar, right? I was like, you guys are morons. I mean, you're good at certain things, but just stop with this this chronic disease, degenerative stuff. You're giving me drugs and medicines that are making it worse. Uh, so I appreciate your journey so very much. And, um, you know, carrying on through this, the tenacity you have to have to communicate these things to our culture here in the United States that largely abandon these concepts of energy medicine, you know, or, and recognizing that we are energetic beings first and that manifest materially, of course, and then we just treat material, right? Not that we don't need those things, but even the material itself, like let's talk copper deficiency, facilitates electrical conductivity, energy, focus, and movement, right? We need those things for that purpose. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is uh, across the board in holistic medicine, it doesn't matter what modality you are, but everyone in holistic medicine understands about the vital force the innate wisdom of the body, which is connected to your soul and spirit. And it's what allows the body to heal. Well, that's a completely abstract concept to allopathic medicine because they're a bunch of reductionists and they don't believe in a vital force. Now they might believe believers in God, but when it comes to how they practice medicine, they actually deny it because they do not understand the, how that system works because you can't see it, right? It's invisible. So, yeah. so, so to them, it's like you can't measure it, can't be real. But isn't it fascinating to look at all our modern technology? We have all these computers and monitors. And when you think about it, well, what is it? You have a computer board. And on that computer board is all kinds of precious metals and stones. That's like minerals and copper. And that's what's the conductivity to carry the messages that are uh, what's allowing your device to work. Well, why do we think our bodies are any different? We have this body of clay and then the creator gives us a spirit and a soul and this mm -hmm. innate wisdom in our body that's running everything. But then we also have these minerals that we need for the electromagnetic system to work. So, and copper is a major one, a big yeah. one because everyone's deficient in it. And, you know, like I have been saying for some time since the forties, we've been told copper's toxic. Don't take it. It's not important. Oh, it only does a couple things. But then when you start going down the list, you realize you're hard pressed to find something that copper doesn't have some effect on in the body. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. And, you know, during the COVID crazy years we've been through, uh, as the docs were prescribing a lot of zinc and vitamin C in isolation, they depleted copper even further. And as I've argued, so many of the manifestations of COVID and long COVID and other things match perfectly to copper deficiency. I don't mean to be reductionist and say that's the only thing, but you can't ignore this vital element and pretend it has nothing to do with it when it has probably more than we imagine. Yeah, and that's what uh, uh, last red pill I covered was the iron copper uh, lie basically that we've had since the forties because everyone's under the idea that your iron is uh, super low and anemic and copper is toxic and you shouldn't take it. And it's the exact opposite. People are super low on 
copper mm-hmm. and their iron is overloaded, but it's in the tissues. So it's yeah. iron in the wrong place. So yeah, in a blood test, it looks like your iron's low, but where is it? Well, it's stuck in the tissues exactly. That's because iron and copper have to work together. It's that red pill, blue pill. Yes, exactly. Which is interesting. I just got more information on that. Actually, I guess it doesn't help if people don't see my whole presentation, but in a, in a, let's just say in a two minute blip, mm-hmm. you have copper in the body's blue and iron in the body's red. So you have the blue pill, the red pill, and the iron and the copper have to be combined by the ceruloplasmin. That is a protein mm-hmm. enzyme antioxidant in the body. It's a, a copper transporter, but it combines copper and iron together. And one of the places that puts it then is in the mitochondria which you know you have like 500 or more mitochondria in all your cells, each cell. Brain cells have a lot. The female egg has the most besides the brain because it needs all this energy. So you need that copper and that iron to make this energy in the mitochondria. And in the mitochondria is this blue lake, which is copper storage. And that blue lake is called the matrix. It's called the matrix. And it's interesting because the whole point of the movie matrix is that the machines are turning us into a battery supply. Well, now it's hard to not find in the literature that they're mm-hmm. just telling us that all this weaponized nanotech they have out there now, they're energy har- harvesting from us. They're actually stealing energy from the body. Mm-hmm. So the little nanotechnology gets in our body, steals our copper. And in the movie, he holds up a battery and he's, it's a copper top. And he says, right. that they're turning that? us into this. Yeah. Well, I just exactly. found out that uh, the original writer of the Matrix movie was t- called Tom Athouse. And Warner Brothers and Hollywood stole the movie from him and stole all his rights. And uh, he's been fighting to try to get it back, but he basically can't. And he has a whole story about how, how bad Hollywood is and what they do to you. So I wanted to know, well, did they change anything in the movie? And he said, yeah, actually, originally, the blue pill was supposed to be the good pill. Mm-hmm. Not the red. And I was like, of course, right. the copper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's hey, an interesting. Dr. Monzo, on the issue of uh, nano uh, particulates, uh, you know, lipid nanoparticles, we've heard a lot about that with the COVID oh, yeah, injection, yeah. synthetic mRNA. That took it to another level, and they convinced a significant portion of the people of planet Earth to get this injected directly. You know, I know they're raining stuff down from the skies. There's all kinds of exposure vectors. But, dude, injection is the most vicious and direct and h- hard to defend, if at all. Oh, that's very true. And the stuff that's in that jab is nasty. And I think that, I think that's when we first met was the first mm-hmm. red pill I did was uh, what they're putting in, a, in in us is from the pit of hell. Yeah. Now, uh, that's, a, that's a funny title. I didn't actually come up with a name for that one. That one was actually, uh, oh, my mind just went blank. Uh, who runs the red pill? Um, oh, G. Edward Griffin. And G. Edward Griffin. Crew. Yeah, he came up with that. It's funny because I remember that title. I'm like, dude, that's like a, that title grabs you, right? When I was introducing you uh, from the pit of hell, I'm like, yeah, pay attention, y'all. And uh, it really is hellacious what people are going through. Those that have mm-hmm. uh, been subjected to these injections, one or more, uh, the more the worse it gets, of course. And those of us who haven't even been injected, you know, there's evidence that things are coming out of people, uh, going skin to skin, going even airborne to some degree. And so we've got to defend ourselves. And then, yeah, you know, that's shedding. a big question. That's part of your your uh, journey as well, is what can we do to help people? Because I don't want to give up on the people, even if we would, we could judge them and say, well, you weren't strong enough to resist. 
I'm not condemning people. That's just not my role to do. God is so forgiving. If you repent truly, you come back and you go, I'm, I, I, I would not want to make that decision again. I, I did. I'm scared. There's a lot of forgiveness to be had, but we got to forgive ourselves first and foremost so that we can open ourselves up to the gift of healing that I think is all around us and is trying to be given unto us. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I know there's people out there who want to go, you know, to the extreme and say that this jab was, you know, the mark of the beast or something. And it's like, well, we're still buying and selling without having to have it. So I, you might be a little overboard there. I'm like, I have no doubt they're working on the technology for the mark of the beast. And uh, I, I think anyone who's awake now can see that what happened in 2020 was a test run, mm -hmm. right? They wanted to see how fast they could come up with this technology, how far they could push us. And unfortunately, I think uh, humanity here, especially in America, but probably all over the world, got pushed over too easily. I'm really surprised at how little resistance there really was. Yeah. I mean, there were little groups here and there. But that wasn't our approach. And our approach always was, well, if people got this stuff, how do we get it out? Right, right, and exactly. So we worked really diligently testing a lot of the jabs because people were able to get me them and trying to figure out, okay, what do you do with this weaponized nanotech? Because it's really advanced stuff. So we came up with a whole method of using light and sound and magnetism, along with laying on hands and prayer mm -hmm. to basically disintegrate this stuff out of the body. Because it's a whole different beast. It's, yeah. you know, you're dealing with pathogens and technology combined. So basic supplements sometimes just aren't enough. So let's yeah. use technology that we do know to disintegrate this stuff, almost like rife technology. Right, right. right. So yeah. that's what we're doing. And we've had a lot of success with people recovering who took the jab. Yeah. That's great. I may have to so. uh, interview you for the um, the long COVID masterclass I'm developing right now because I, I want people to have yeah. options. I know there's a zillion different ways to get sick and there are probably a zillion different ways to get well. And people gravitate or resonate with certain things and not other things. And who am I to say, uh, except I want, as this show has always been dedicated to, to, to bring to light the things that they wouldn't normally hear. Folks, I didn't know about, right? And so the challenge that we've had doing what we do, what you do as well is, for the most part, it's been rejected by so many, but that didn't stop us. And I think that the rolling over so easily we saw here in America, much less elsewhere, has brought a resurgence in some mm -hmm. of the things that we've been talking about and an opening that hasn't been there before. Have you experienced that as well? Oh, yeah. And uh, I, our practice has always been busy. And we're the type of practice that I don't believe in advertising, really. So I, I won't put ads out or do that. And I, I really don't even do much social media, but somehow people find me from all over the world because mm -hmm. I guess I get good results and people talk. And that's all we've ever done is word of mouth and really conferences where I go and speak and explain things. That's the only way we've ever really advertised. But during COVID, I got even busier. Now, we I was one of those guys who refused to close down our clinic. We wouldn't wear masks. The uh, medical board didn't like us. And... <laughs> I didn't care. And every day I would be driving to work and I thought, this is weird. This is like uh, end times or something because it was like a ghost town. Mm -hmm. Like there's like nobody out here. And um, I would get a lot of people coming to see me and they knew nothing of holistic medicine. They know nothing about nature paths or what I did. And they were coming to see me because their medical doctor closed office and wouldn't see anyone. And it's like, 
Okay. So they would be sitting in front of me and probably way over their head because, you know, I don't do anything like normal, you know, people come into my office, I'm doing the <laughs> really advanced biophysics stuff and people are like, I've never heard of this stuff. And they just be looking at me like, this is going to work. I'm like, oh yeah, you're see. And they're like, okay. And they try it. And then they come mm -hmm. back, you know what, that stuff you'd have me do, it worked. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, that to me is the, the bottom line in, in, you know, as much as I'm kind of egg-heady and science-y, and I know you are too, uh, a lot of these things do not fall easily into uh, double-blind, placebo-controlled studies because they're individual, right? We respond to the needs of the individual. And yes. that doesn't work in the collective, right? And that's where we see collectivist, reductionist. It's more of a communist approach to health. It's like one size fits all. It's like, doctor, really? You, you graduate from medical school and you think one thing is right for everybody. Uh, yeah. And so there's a lot to overcome. And, and, you know, the trauma of what we've been through is helping them to see through that finally. And here you are, and here I am, we're, we're ready, willing, and able to help. And I'm, I'm pleased that, that things are happening this way. I'm sorry that uh, so many have suffered and are suffering, but uh, I know that my suffering didn't go for naught. The things I experienced as a, as you know, zero to 24 years of age, chronic illness, it wasn't wasted, you know, and, and I look at, you know, while I was asking, why me, God, as I was praying as a kid, teenager, you know, what's going on? Please help. Please heal me. And I realized in retrospect that I wasn't being punished so much as I was being taught, being given the opportunity to learn how to heal because it was a something I came in with. I felt the need to I want to help people to heal. Now, I only had the medical profession as a model. And then when I realized that if I did to others what doctors did to me, I would be absolutely miserable. I would like that didn't work. And that's kind of turned my life to a different direction. I, I learned eventually it would be homeopathic and energetic. And then, of course, in the communication realm, like we do on the show. But what a journey. So I recognize that if it if it worked for me that way, maybe it could work for others that way. That suffering brings about an opening, an option to to receive that which we weren't will, willing and ready to receive prior to that suffering. Yeah, absolutely. And then. Uh, you know, then we're prepared to share with people. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's just the lesson is you have to go through something to really understand it. Yes. And know why you believe what you believe. Because mm -hmm. if you don't know why you believe what you believe, you know, you could just going to be a pushover. You're just going to get ran over. But when you know why you believe what you believe, it's not so easy for someone to pull the, the wool over your eyes again and try to right. deceive you with something. You're like, no, 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 no. I know what works. Hey, Dr. Alfonso Monzo, question here about the energetic yeah. discussion points, because I, I mentioned this, you know, people of faith sometimes have this idea that if you talk energy, you're immediately, you know, in witchcraft and sorcery, which is really in medicine, modern medicine. But That's how really do you much. address that? How do you communicate that with people of faith that are have been, I think, hoodwinked and convinced that modern medicine is legit and, and all the natural stuff is somehow not? It's kind of weird how that became even a reality. Yeah, that probably is one of our greatest hurdles. Uh, it's interesting because I think a large majority of the people that come to see me are believers. However, at the same time, a large majority of people that think I'm absolutely crazy and some witch doctor are also believers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so there's education that needs to be there. And I always explain to explain this to people just try to explain them a little bit about physics because our country is not big on physics. Really. We're big on chemistry. So people right. don't understand it's a different science. And then the idea of counterfeits, 
right? So uh, the enemy, Satan, the demons, whatever you want to call them, evil people in general, they love to counterfeit what the creator put here. So when you're looking at these things, people have to understand that electrical systems in the body, like the meridians and others, like in what my book is, the Aleph Top Body, these things have been measured for probably mm -hmm. over 80 years. They've been measured. We have ways to even see it, whether it's radioactive isotopes or different types of light uh, for photographs like Carillion photography and others. We've been able to see these pathways. We've been able to measure these pathways, this energy flows in the body. So they mm -hmm. exist. So now the question you have to answer is, well, where did they come from? Mm -hmm. Did God create these or did Satan somehow put these pathways on our body to, see, just to deceive us? Well, mm -hmm. that sounds ridiculous. And when you get into the principles of a counterfeit, it's like, well, have, have you ever seen a counterfeit penny? Probably not because it's not worth anything. Have you ever seen a counterfeit, uh, you know, $2 bill? Well, no, because one doesn't exist, right? Or is there a two? Is it the there three that doesn't exist? Or two? They don't print them up much anymore. I don't think it, I think it's a three dollar bill that never yeah. existed. But it's interesting you're using the monetary uh, things as counterfeit because you know the Federal Reserve they are counterfeit. Is, as yeah, G. Edward Griffin has pointed out, and I've been talking about for years. Uh, it doesn't fall under just weights and measures, which I believe is also a biblical principle, and that yeah. is lost to the paper fiat currencies, which is why. I insist on getting paid in gold and silver and paying people in gold and silver whenever we can to come back to that concept of honest money, having integrity in the exchange. And once you start exchanging in what I call real money, and it doesn't have to be sanctioned by a government. I'm not saying that. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. That suddenly there's an exchange that is quite different. It's like a really deep spiritual commitment. And also the idea of the sacred relationship, which was considered the doctor-patient relationship, being destroyed utterly and miserably, not only uh, by third-party interveners, government insurance, but also the fact that they've, they've robbed the money of the value so that you exchange evidence of debt, which is like you'd never discharge debt. So that's, right. I, I know we're going a little far afield from what uh, we talk about, but I know you're, you understand that as well. Yeah. So you just look at the basic counterfeit principles. Uh, a, a counterfeiter is not going to counterfeit something that doesn't exist. And he's only going to counterfeit something that's valuable. So when people say all oh, this stuff is new age or witchcraft or nonsense, it's like, well, maybe there's a counterfeit. And the reason they're counterfeiting it is because they don't want you to know the truth or they want to scare you. So you run away from the truth. Yeah. So once you yeah, understand that and you look at the principles and you look at how creation works, it's just like, well, you see the principles mm -hmm. all, throughout all of nature. So, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's well, and, and these are, you know, intense discussions to have, and we'll never cover it in even one show or 10 shows, but I love having the discussion. When we think about the worlds we live in, you know, I think God created it ultimately all of it, but much of it was turned over to, if you call it Lucifer or Satan down here. And yet mm -hmm. we can utilize any of the substances of creation for good or bad, you know, by our choice. Yep. And and that's, you know, that's a delicate balance of like, how do we discern between the two? And uh, it's practice to some degree. Sometimes it's stubbing your toe and figuring it out. Other times it's studying the spiritual teachings and getting really grounded in them so that you can, you know, use those senses I think God gave us to determine what is good for you, what is not. And I appreciate that very much in, in, in being able to communicate these things as well. Now, I want to have everybody, you check out Dr. Monzo, D-R-M-O-N-Z-O.com. Just updated your site and everything. That's cool and easy to find now. Yeah. And also I wanted to talk, and you, you guys can plug in, learn, ask questions. You can go see them in Ohio, wherever. Um, there's also some whole food supplements. We're all about whole food here as well. 
just before we went to air, we didn't know this. And Super Don, if he hasn't added it into the notes as well, you've you've set up a discount code for Azure Standard. We like Azure. We ordered a lot of stuff through Azure. It comes in a truck to an area and a lot in the community share in the cost of the shipping of it. So it's much less expensive, really good quality stuff Azure has. And they carry a lot of your products, which are 100% whole food as well. And uh, Super Don, I don't know if you can bring that, that uh, can you bring that image up? I think you have it there. There it is. Okay. So if you go to Azure and set up an account, you can use the code RSB10 for 10% off. I don't know if it applies to the whole order or just these supplements that you've helped to develop for them, uh, but I'm thrilled that we have another option for folks that may be tapping in because Super Don's going to start setting up an Azure standard account as well so he can get stuff shipped in. So thank you for setting that up, um, uh, Dr. Monzo. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just happy yeah. for the... The opportunity. They actually came to me, Azure Standard came to me mm-hmm. because they wanted to develop a whole food supplement line because they were looking at supplements and realizing supplements have the same problem they found in food, which was right. there's a lot of bad supplements out there. A lot of it is synthetic or have additives and fillers and stuff that just shouldn't be in there. So they wanted a super clean line. So they came to me and said, hey, would you help us with this line? I said, absolutely, because I would love to have my own line too, but I don't have the money to do that kind of stuff. Right. So I worked with them and we have a really cool line. We have a, my favorite, the core copper and the IP6 uh, Supreme. IP6 Supreme is to get that unbound iron out of your body because all of nice. you have way too much iron. Unless you're bleeding to death, then right. you actually might be anemic. But yeah, it's, if you're not it's bleeding enough, yeah. you, you need to get that unbound iron out. And we Excellent. have a good cod liver oil and a whole food multi that doesn't have any junk in it. And, you know, real good nutritional supplements. Well, cool. I appreciate that. I, I hope that you're going to make it to Red Pill or some other event. We can ca- catch up as yeah. well. And I can introduce you on stage again one day. You know, uh, that will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure so, they're going to ask. Yeah, definitely reach out. Uh, and again, drmonzo.com. Do you have like a, a people can sign up for email newsletters or anything like that? Yeah, there's a contact page and there's a uh... I'm trying to think because there's a new website now, but I'm sure, pretty sure there's a contact page there. And there's also a page where that takes you to the Aleph Top Body Book and all that information, which kind of looks like this. It's oh, right. Yes. I we have also that. have a super uh, thick, yeah. an ebook now that's really okay. simple for people. But I know if you go to the store site, there is a place where you can sign up for a newsletter. Okay. Uh, last question. Did, did your parents name you Alfonso? Because your last name was Monzo, or did that change somewhere along the way? Because even Superdon's going, really? That's the wildest name ever. I think it's cool, but uh, give us a backstory there. No, actually, I'm the third. So that was my grandfather's name and my father's name. My father was, mm-hmm. you know, the junior. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the real story is when my grandfather came over here from Italy, it was uh, Manzoni, pronounced Manzoni, mm. but phonetically, it's spelled like Monzo. Oh, I think it's the other way around. It's, it's spelled with an A, but it sounds Monzo. Right. Monzoni. And well, of course, you... the teachers couldn't spell it and didn't get it right. So yeah. his name got shortened to Monzo. And so it just became Alfonso Monzo. Did they yeah. shorten it? Like, you see, my ancestors, some of them came from Poland all through the Statue of Liberty, right? Ellis Island. And uh, I became an all-American bell in my lineage. Uh, because before it was Belitsky, uh, you know, from ah, Poland yeah, yeah. and cut off and then it's bell. 
And so, although on my wife's side, we go back to the, you know, the daughters of the American Revolution, right? So it's an interesting mix. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's the cool backstory. And, the, and the, the rhyme is just so cool. Alfonso Monzo, man, dude, yep, yep. you could be a rapper, a rock star, whatever you want. <laughs> I don't think that's my skill set, but... <laughs> No, I get, we, we try to stay within our wheelhouse. We do acknowledge that as I see some of these folks getting out there rapping. I'm like, we tried it one time on the air just for fun. And it was a disaster. We we, (laughs) we got to laugh at ourselves because we don't take ourselves all too seriously because that's no fun either. But uh, great to see you, my friend. And thank you for the connect or the hookup with uh, Azure Standard. Uh, As we said, we have that link as well. Super Don added in the notes today on February 23rd, 2023, 2024, I shall say for the first time. If you go to azurestandard.com, when you check out use the code rsb10 to get a little bit of a discount and uh we'll we'll keep kicking this thing into gear if you got any other breakthroughs or updates give me give me a holler and it's good to see you and hopefully see you in another red pill or another event soon absolutely thank you so much for uh, being on it was a pleasure you got it dr Alfonso monzo on the robert scott bell show um you know, I feel like I've interviewed him before because I, you know, introduced him uh, on stage and such, but I don't know. My wife would know, but I think maybe the first time officially he's on the show uh, is we're climbing up toward 2,000 guests rapidly now, uh, just cranking it up. And we might have, uh, uh, in fact, another guest or two surprise guests like I've never done before. A high school student doing a science fair test that relates to something that that I do uh, you know, regularly in terms of utilizing silver or silver gel technology to uh, help heal wounds or even address things like acne. And so we may have that as a, a surprise hour two uh, bonus. But yes, thanks again, Dr. Monzo, for being on. That was fun. And he's got the depth that, you, that this guy goes to. You could never do it in a hundred shows. If you hear, if you see his lecture or his book, it's pretty intense, but it's good stuff. So thank you, Dr. Monzo, for being on today. All right, Super D, we've got some other stories to cover. I don't know if there are questions or comments of the day as well coming in spontaneously through the chat room or uh, on uh, our Rumble well, page, which I can never watch. It, but. Is, it is a special day, so yeah. we've got some of these here. Yvonne, uh, happy birthday to Robier. Thank yes. you, Yvonne. <laughs> Chris Steiner. Uh, Robert Scott Bell, Noble Immortal. <laughs> I wish you a happy celebration of your birthday. Here's to many more. I don't know about no, the nobility thing, but thank you, Chris. That's I kind. Like that. yeah. <laughs> uh, Cleo says uh, she's out to lunch celebrating, celebrating you. Oh, yeah. On the day I'm uh, once again fasting. On Friday, yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Friday fast day. And, you know, my metabolism has really kicked into gear recently. I've been hungry a lot. I'm doing okay today, but uh, th- this has been, uh, you know, quite a journey because, you know, the, the last couple of months, there's been a lot of travel trips that have taken me off of my, you know, normal workout schedule and routine. And now that I, I've gotten some time to get back into it, I guess that's why I was a little trepidatious about the 58 burpees, too. I'm like, have I gotten back into the shape I'm used to again? And apparently I have. You, uh, you so, pulled it off. Yeah. It yeah. worked. Annie. Hey, thank you, Annie. Have a nice worked. happy birthday from Annie uh, right. in Quebec as well. I don't know if you can um, forward the video of the uh, the uh, the burpees, the slow version, the actual real-time version toward the end. So I, I think I, I had, you could see me breathing hard. So you understand that, yeah, I worked it out and my heart rate went up, but it came down very quickly as well. Uh, I don't think I got into the red zone according to what it said to me. It, top of the yellow zone, because I was, I was, you know, you try to do 58 to 60 burpees all in a row and see how you do uh, at any age. But is it possible to do it? I think so. Considering my backstory and background, it just takes time and commitment and, you know, diligence, if you will, to get there. And then you look back and you're like, 
And if people meet you today, they're like, how did you get in shape? You're, were you always in this good a shape? Like, no, I've had to fight through a lot to get here. But it's taken, you know, I've been doing this now for a number of years to the point where it looks like, wow, you made it look easy, whatever. But it takes the work it takes. Now, some people have strengths that I don't have or weaknesses that I don't have. And we got to work with those on an individual basis. Like when I took up swimming, it was because the orthopedists that I went to see as a child because I had inflamed tendons, tendonitis, said, you can't do land activity as a kid. You can't do it. No more soccer. Take to the pool, which I did, a low gravity exercise. And it wasn't until much later in life that I went to land-based exercises because of an injury you know, to my eustachian tubes in the, in, the, in the ocean when I was doing deep dive stuff. And then I took up boxing and now kickboxing. So these are all things I took up well into my, I think my 40s at that point, if I'm, if I'm remembering right. So start at any age. If you're breathing, there's a possibility for you to do extraordinary things. What an inspirational story. Inspirational segment there. I'm hoping. <laughs> That's yes. my plan, the inspiration. So uh, we got a homeopathic hit later in the show. Yep. Uh, let's see. Think about it's birthday time. H honey, if you're listening or watching, am I going to get an organic birthday cake or uh, another blueberry sour cream pie? Maybe we go out and find some pie. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because dessert's on the menu, I think. Mm. It's, also, it's also on the show. Apparently. On, the, on the show. Whoa, yes. look at that. How, How like did that? that happen? What a segue, Super Don. Hey. A headline like this, everybody's going to go, man, life's short, eat dessert first, right? Sure. Why eating dessert is actually part of a healthy lifestyle. What? There you go. What is that? That's sacrilege. You can't do that, Robert Scott Bell. You're all about the organic stuff. And I'm all about organic desserts, too. Now, I didn't grow up with dessert as a normal part of our every day, every meal we had dessert or every dinner. Some people do. So for me, it was more like a, a delicacy, if you will, not a not a, a staple. But the other night we had, you know, we'll have some uh, fruit. We had some organic blueberries and things, but they were a bit sour. And so I had my wife throw in some organic ice cream, which I forget the the brand, but we get it through Azure Standard, a really good quality organic ice cream. I said, put a little bit of ice cream on that. It was like the perfect sweet and sour combination with the blueberries. Mm. Uh, did I, you know, suffer a debilitating illness since I ate that? No, not at all. But again, it's not morning, noon, and night <laughs> that I'm doing that. Uh, right. So I guess the point is, is there a way to have dessert and not let it eat you to death? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And is there a way? Of course, there's a way. Um, but it, there is, it, it has to do with your mindset, right? Um, I know that in, probably everybody at one point or another has fallen into that trap where it's like you want to make a change. And so you go like all or nothing, right, mm -hmm. into it. And, that, that you know, that, that can be useful sometimes if it's done the right way. Right. But when it comes to diet, especially if you're making a shift from something that you've been doing for a, a while, uh, and then you decide to make a shift into something different, uh, it's very easy if you set yourself up for an all-for-nothing approach that you're going to fail. That's just human nature. Right, right. So, how so did, <clears throat> just real quick, how did you approach desserts growing up? Was it a normal part? Every dinner you had dessert? or Growing like, up? No, yeah. it, was, it was once in a while type right. of thing. It wasn't a, a daily or, or, you know, occasion it was a treat mm -hmm. you know so maybe you might get something for dessert maybe once a week you right. know or, or something like that 
So this article is not arguing that we should have dessert every meal or anything like that. No. no. Well, they point out, and it's like I said, that all or nothing mindset is is what often will derail somebody's health journey, mm-hmm. right? And so it is possible to incorporate desserts into a balanced diet and actually support a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do that is, and people have different approaches to it. Some people, they will say, look, uh, I ate uh, 98% of my diet uh, on point this week, I'm going to splurge and I'm going to go have something that maybe is not as good for me as other things might be, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sweat it because I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. Right. Yeah. Some people can do it that way. Other people, they don't, you know, it's just, there's like a, a guilt that's associated with that where it's like, ah, if I do that, then I suck. And I, you know, I, <laughs> and so there, there are obviously, there are things that you can swap out, uh, for cleaner and organic options, right? Mm-hmm. And this was something that was a little bit of a, a, a transition for us here in my household. Yeah. Where it was just like organic. Oh my gosh, everything has to be organic. We have to do it right. So, like that. And so, for, for the very beginning of it, as we were trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. uh, we were eating like cave people or something, <laughs> right? You know, it's right. like, ugh, meat, <laughs> vegetable, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was really not a whole lot of creativity in it because we mm. were just, we were trying to be very careful. Right. Um, and then eventually, you know, it became like, hey, look, you know, this recipe over here that's on the Food Network, there's nothing wrong with that recipe mm-hmm. as long as you swap out the ingredients that they have listed there for or- the organic version, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, exactly. yeah, that makes sense. And so, you know, you can... Um, you can make some cheeses now. The other, the, I guess, the other pitfall you need to try and avoid, mm-hmm. and you've talked about this before, is that if you walk into Trader Joe's or whatever, and you're walking down the aisle, and you're like, if it's organic, then it's okay. Yeah, that's not necessarily true, because there's organic processed junk food. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so listen, processed food is processed food. The only difference between the Doritos that aren't organic and the Doritos that are is that it doesn't, it, it's certified organic, which means there's no pesticides in it. They don't add any of the, that garbage. But it's still but processed, processed food, food. Yeah. and the body is still going to treat it as processed food. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it was a bit of a learning curve. Well, also, you know, if you're, if you're making the desserts, you get to choose the ingredients and it yeah. isn't necessary to have wild food colorings carcinogenic food colorings and all these things. And even the sugars you use, uh, utilizing whole unprocessed sugars that are not refined so that the minerals are still present makes it more viable because we've been given, like in terms of sense, taste buds, sweet receptors too. So obviously there's, uh, you know, uh, uh, the sweetness in life, right? So it's okay to have that. Don't deny yourself that. But the reality is a lot of the stuff out there, as you talk about processed food, even the things that aren't desserts, a lot of it that we eat is processed food in the West. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get to have that delicacy because the, everything is that. Even if it's not dessert, it's processed, right? So it's hard to find that balance when you go, oh, it's okay to have dessert a little bit here and there. But is it processed? Is it is it refined? Is it ultra processed? Is it a whole food? You can make those things. And I think they're far more delicious personally because our taste buds were so altered by synthetic chemistry that we didn't know any di- I didn't know any different. Right. I don't point, care what anybody says. Organic food does taste better. It does it just taste does. better. Yeah, yeah. It just does. And, and and then when you you know bite into a chemically grown and processed thing, when you un unbound from that, you go back and you're like that tastes completely different than what I remember. 
your taste buds are refined now to go, Ooh, that's not good. So right. what do we got here? Oh, look at that. Uh, yes. I was just on with uh, Dr. Terry and Stu Warner. Uh, oh. Do we have a link we can share there? Uh, let me work on that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was on their show. Uh, I think it was just yesterday I was recording that and maybe we can make it available for everybody. Uh, yeah. And it was an interesting thing. Every time. Or maybe we'll just put it on Patreon, pa pa Patreon there to begin with, right? Yeah, get everybody for first access to it. Yeah. When people turn the tables on me and interview me, it's interesting where I go. And I even surprised by it. So if y'all dig it, I think you will. Uh, we'll, we'll get you a link to that as well. All right, we got a whole other hour of broadcast healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show special birthday edition. Thank you, by the way, all of the wonderful messages coming in. I'm grateful. Uh, you know, I want to give you all gifts of thanks. And if you join us at the Zoom AMA tomorrow, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, you might get a gift. We give away a lot of stuff during the Zoom AMAs thanks to our sponsors. Happy birthday. I hope you get your favorite pie or cake. Organic, of course. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Are you making it? That would be awesome. What do you know about RSO? Recommend to my husband to eradicate cancer. RSO? Um, I, I believe that is uh, Rick Simpson oil. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking along the lines of... It took me a minute. I was yeah. like, I know what this is. I just haven't thought about it in a while. Well, yeah, I know that uh, uh, Alden also utilized various forms of cannabis. We talked about all the yeah. healing that he underwent, including the, the monocore and stuff. Telling uh, you that Rick yeah. Simpson oil has had a huge um, uh, groundswell of support since it first came out. Yeah. I haven't thought about it or even read about it in a long time. Right. But I know that at the time, back when we were really much heavier into the cannabis topic on this show, Mm -hmm. uh, that that was that was a big deal, um, and a lot of people had success with that. Anecdotally, of yeah, course, right? But um, yeah, there was that, and then I yeah yeah. Listen, it, it's it's good stuff. I didn't even know it was still around, to be honest with you. But there's there's definitely a lot of resources out there where you can get more information on that. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you at least what from what I read. Uh, that there were a lot of people that had uh, success with that, including Tommy Chong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you can add that, sprinkle that into your dessert if you want. All right, folks. We got a lot Tommy Chong? I don't know. Not Tommy Chong. Whatever. Oh. The cannabis stuff. For, for those that need it, right? Appropriately. Yes. This is the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, 25 years into it and uh, I guess 58 years into that little thing called life this lifetime. I'm uh, grateful for it. Thanks to Dr. Monzo for joining us in hour one. We might have some surprise guests in hour two. We'll see where it goes, including a homeopathic hit, also related to bone and teeth. That's a kind of a thematic element this week, apparently, as we uh, we want to stay young or get young, even if we are currently old. Is there a way? There is. There are many ways, and we help you support that pathway back to that health and healing because the power to heal really is yours. All right, we're back. Hour two is commencing now. Uh, we have, again, maybe some surprise guests this hour. It could be pretty cool. We'll see if it works out. Uh, if not, it's just uh, you, me, and Super D, as well as whatever kind of bonus exciting stuff happens. So, And I think one of those bonus things is about to happen. So as they're getting set up uh, to uh, connect 
special, uh, uh, I would say, school scholastic edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show in hour two. That science <laughs> fair project we're going to reveal to you in just this a This is a first. Minutes. I think I don't think yeah. we've ever we've ever done anything like this before. This, this is totally cool. I, I got a I got a, a message from our dear friend Allison, super fan, super supporter of the show, super friend as well. And uh, her daughter did a science fair project, and she sent me the image. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. I wonder if can you guys come on the show? And apparently. Uh, she and her teacher are coming on the show, her daughter and her teacher, daughter's teacher are coming on the show. So as they get set up, uh, we'll talk about a few things, including upcoming events. And also if you, I don't know if you have it queued up, but the video toward the end where I talk after I did the 58 or 60 burpees. Well, pick, pick one thing. What do you, what do you want to do here? All right, let's do that one later. Let's talk about the Patreon Zoom AMA tomorrow. Do okay. you have, can you show everybody our website and how to find that? Because I don't want to assume people know when we say uh, it because I'm not so adept here. at finding these things. So easy enough where you can show it because the, the website has been updated. So if you guys like this message of health, freedom, and healing. So liberty, you want to show yeah. people what now? The, the actual web page and how to get to the Patreon page. So those that want to join oh. us tomorrow on the okay. Zoom AMA can actually do it. Right. There are a lot of folks who are like, well, I've never done it, but I think I'd like to. Okay, and let me, let me get fun. to the home page here. So yeah. if you take a look here, here's robertscottbell.com. Okay, here's the updated page. So this is the, the new way to get there. So Superdon's right. going to show us in real time. So if you go over here to more. More, the, to type the tab more, all right? You don't type it, you, you <laughs> arrow over it. Tag it, tap it, whatever. See, you're making it confusing now. You don't type anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just take your mouse okay. and you... You hover over where it says more, and then a little menu pops up. Yeah, right. And that, there you can donate. You can support us on Patreon. You subscribe to the newsletter. You can go to the old site and look at the show archives. You can mm -hmm. go to the homeopathic hits, yep. the detox dialogues, and the V-Science Bites. So what, nice. the one you want to click on is support us on Patreon. There you go. All right. So what pops up is the page that you can sign up and be part of it. And this is what it would look like to you if you yeah. are not a member. Mm -hmm. And you can, uh, they've got a free membership you can join there. You, there's really not a whole lot going on on the free membership, mm -hmm. um, but you can join there and there will be posts there that you will be able to to see. Right. But if yeah. you want to, to become a, a Patreon and support the show and then have access to everything on the Patreon page, yep. they give you options here on, yes. on joining. Right. And here's the most recent post here. And this is the one that is... Um, the AMA from last month. The AMA. Yeah. No, that's, that's the one coming up. Uh, oh, it's coming up tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you guys, you can miss it, and you can still catch it if you're a patron supporter. So please consider that, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific for that. Now, let's go back to school. I think they're in the waiting room now. They're getting ready and, and setting up the camera and everything. Um, so this is, you know, you ever remember when you had kids and, you know, you get the big trifold poster board and you're presenting for the science fair? Right. You show the oh, yeah. history, the yeah. experience, all of that. And my daughter did one on, on weather patterns and phenomena. It was really cool. Uh, and and this is the picture uh, we got. I don't know. Do you have that picture available? I sent to you earlier. Yes. Um, so Allison's daughter, Samara, a high school sophomore. And uh, you read about this. You see, this is the image she sent me. The truth about acne medication. And the hypothesis, we'll get, we'll hear from her on this, but the results are really cool. And I don't want to reveal them to you. I'm going to let Samara and her teacher talk about her experiment and what she concluded, because we do have a lot of families that listen and a lot of kids that have grown up listening to or watching the Robert Scott Bell Show, or maybe those are now adults and they're going to have kids and they want to raise them healthy, healthily. And uh, I think uh, because of Allison's 
amazing parenting skills. She's introduced her whole family to a lot of holistic uh, things, including the use of bioactive silver hydrosol and the silver gel, which I helped to develop. So heads up to the teacher, Lisa Gilbert and Samara Cumming. We're going to go to you right now. Let's bring them in and see and pray that everything works. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hooray. Thank well, you for having us. Yeah, thank you. This is so cool. Well, thank you for agreeing on no notice to do this. This is like one of the coolest. This is like a birthday gift to me today to have you guys on. And Samara, of course, you're amazing. You're a bright light and so talented. I had no idea that you were doing this science experiment on acne and it included silver. And yeah. maybe tell me a little about, about your idea and how you work with your teacher on this to make this happen. Well, first, our main idea was we wanted to do, well, we thought about doing something with chickens and eggs. But that was not going to happen in time, and it was going to be a lot of work. So we started brainstorming and thinking of, like, what's a fun project that we could do? And, you know, acne is a thing a lot of people, and especially teenagers and preteens, struggle with. Mm -hmm. So we were like, wait, this would be perfect, because, like, a lot of people can relate to this, and this information would be very helpful to, like, a lot of people. Totally. So did you, Lisa, as the teacher, uh, she proposed this idea and and talking about various different medications, perhaps that are used and and then brings in silver. Was this like, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? To to be honest, I, no offense, I had not heard of silver. Mm -hmm. And so I was really curious to see how this was going to all pan out. And I think you will be very um impressed and amazed by the results that we achieved it was crazy yeah yeah so samara tell us a little about the study design how were you testing for acne and what substances did you use to test against well we had to order a, a science kit and then when that arrived, we got tubes and swabs and all this sciencey stuff so that was fun because it was like we were in an actual lab it was so cool mm-hmm and bacteria. Oh, yeah, and bacteria. We have the poster board actually right here. If you- yes, and we have a picture of it, too, so we can always uh, bring that up. But tell me, and, and sh- pan down if you can, because I think you have Petri dishes and er- everything down I there. Do, yeah. Can you see? Yes. So were you actually swabbing the Petri dish with the bacteria that's associated with acne? Yes. Okay. So this is what we call an in vitro test, not on the skin. Oh, yeah, no. We didn't put it on our skin. Okay, so that would be an in vivo, as they technically call that in science. Not that I I need to tell Lisa Gilbert, your science teacher, that. But uh, (laughs) I always think it's kind of cool to learn these things. And and, um, that's a good point. Thank you. Um, You want to talk about the control? Oh, yeah. Where Mm -hmm. is it? So right here. Here, I'll open it. I don't know if you guys can see. Yeah, go full screen, Super Don, if you don't mind, so we can see that for them. Go ahead. um, But there's little specks. Yes, we see it. Okay, so that's the bacteria, and this is the control, the one with no acne products at all. Okay. So this one is just chilling by itself. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I like that. All right, chilling bacteria there. So, all right, and then you had others. Um, How did you determine what bacteria to use? Was there a common one associated with acne? Yes, there was. Oh, why don't you talk about it? Remember the name? Oh, we can go to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you see? Yeah, it's backwards to us, but still the pictures tell a lot. So go oh, ahead. So why don't you tell about the the um, bacteria, E. coli? Okay, so we use E. coli here. I taped it so like the other students could like see better. Yeah. 
we use this stuff and I should be wearing gloves, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) You don't believe in the germ theory. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. So we mix this with this stuff and based off my memory, it was um, like they described it as broth. But like okay, it's yes. chemical. So mm-hmm. we just mix these together. And then I took this and I mixed that together, you know, let that sit. And then we put it in the dishes. Right. And so at what point did you start adding the the acne medicines that you can get? And then which silver did you choose and all of that? Introduce us to that next phase. Okay. So we kind of just started right away. Like we let that sit. And then the next day we got started. This is, we used the gel though. Hmm. We went through the. Oh, so you used the sovereign silver first aid gel. And you know, what's interesting about the history of that is I spent three years of R and D when I was at natural immunogenics many years ago, helping to develop that product. And, uh, you know, godsend for many people, including our family for topical care, wound care, burn care, and many people, including teenagers have used it for acne, but now let's see if it really works based on this test. I know it was crazy because I was talking about doing this experiment um, with my mom when she picked me up from school and she's like, oh, my gosh, you should use silver, like see if you can get results there. And I was like, OK, that's a great idea. So we also um, for our other variables, we used a prescription acne medication mm-hmm. and over the counter medication, another sort of organic medication and then the, the silver. Okay. Well, what can you tell me about the results that you got? And by the way, my wife just said that you guys aren't backwards to everybody watching, just to me in studio it is. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me about the results. What can you share with us about the results of this test? Oh, my gosh. It was okay. I was shocked. Lisa was shocked. Everyone was shocked. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to see, but um, the... The prescription medication, which is, or where's the camera? A, I don't know if you can see that. I can't yeah. tell. Um, which is this one. Mm-hmm. If you look closely, you can see a lot of the bacteria. So, like, so they, they haven't been eradicated then? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Right, what's the next one show us? Okay. The next one is... It's so gross and it smells so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It looks really gross too. Yeah, it's. What medication did they use on that? Um, this that was the over the counter. The over the counter. Okay, gotcha. All right. Mm -hmm. Did you have one or two more dishes to 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 review? Two more. We had yeah, two more. Okay. Um, and then this next one. Oh. This one has like slightly less, but there's still a lot over here. That's okay. the organic one. Yeah, there's still oh, that's like kind of a natural acne yeah. treatment. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right. but still like gross bacteria brewing. Okay. You, are you able to see all of this? Yeah, when she holds it up to the camera, it looks it comes through perfectly. Okay, good. And then this was the silver gel we used. You can tell like it Whoa. dissolved all of the um, you know, the liquid part or the coli. Yeah. And the um, the pellets that we used, it dissolved it. It this one's the reason that this one is still here because we had to add water to one of them. Oh, leave that alone. Yeah, the rest are gone, and so it's shocked. Look at that. Are those done at different time sequences as well? We have different numbers on them. 
I know those are just the, that's just for our yeah for the yes you're right for different days right okay over time so and, what, what you're revealing Samara in this test is that the sovereign silver first aid gel for acne is superior to the over-the-counter prescription medications. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then and even the control. You can mm -hmm. compare it with the control that it really did clear up much more of the bacteria. Yeah, so tested against kind of a, not a placebo, but a control that wasn't treated at all. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Right, it just has the bacteria on it. How cool is this? Very you know, cool. I know. <laughs> I didn't know like silver worked that well. Mm -hmm. I was kind of, I was I was so impressed. It was oh my gosh. Samara, your your mom must be proud of your teacher must be proud of this experiment and how so how proud this of can her. help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can save a lot of money on this stuff too cuz it's not doing anything clearly. Right. The yeah, spending money on things that don't work, that's expensive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you don't get the results. So right? um, it was really eye opening and um, great marketing for silver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. And the, the folks at Natural Aminogenics are going to be thrilled to hear about this. This is really Good. exciting. Good. Uh, I and, and Samara, do you have like an interest in science? It, you don't have to say it if the teacher will get mad if it's if it's a no. But uh, <laughs> this is really cool what you've done. I think it's done very well. Yeah, no, this one was way fun. Like some science is like boring. Uh -huh. but, like this side of it is really fun. So I enjoyed it. I don't know about you, Lisa, but we, I had so we had fun. a lot of fun. It was so fun. The hands on piece, I think, really makes a difference for the mm -hmm. learning experience. Um, I think that it just brought the whole thing alive for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the hands on stuff. Super Don, I think we're gonna have to take this segment and make it a special like broadcast, like what, what we've just done here. I, I yeah, the coolest this, thing ever. This would be like we'll play this on the commercial break at the top of the hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally cool. And and I want to thank your mom, Allison, for alerting me to this and, and that you know she obviously gave permission for you to do this and, and for you, Lisa, teacher, to be here with us to 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 show what you're doing. And it's very impressive. And I love that. Uh, the scientific endeavors in integrity are happening at the scholastic level because a lot of times they're not. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's my pleasure. Samara's great to work with. Great student. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Samara, hopefully yep. we'll get to see you down there in the San Diego area again. Or if you come up and visit with your mom and family, we love, we yeah. love you all. You guys are so awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for being on today, guys. It was yeah, a nice was thank you. Thanks for your time. Thank I'm you. I'm happy we got to share it. Oh, I'm so happy. Again, made, made me like elated to have this kind of gift on this day. Unusual, unexpected, but awesome. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy oh, birthday. Thanks, Tamara. Appreciate that. Thank you, Teacher Lisa, as well. You're welcome. All Appreciate right, we'll you guys. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah. How cool is that, dude? That was amazing. Like, Boy, I... Uh... I, I don't know. I'm speechless. I, I just that's a first. That is, you know, the thing I that. know. I know with my kids when they were growing up as teenagers, yeah, um, that that was something that they used it for, and it worked good. Uh, but to to have this have this uh, like as a science experiment mm -hmm. and have the results, um, that yeah, that that's really cool. We're gonna have to. I we'll have to send that to some people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Well, there's other cool stuff, and I might bring some silver gel. I know that I always give away some silver gel during the uh, 
uh, the Zoom AMA, Super Don comes up with some silly trivia questions and you guys can win stuff, including the Sovereign Silver Gel. Uh, also, I might bring some to the anecdotal screening. That's coming up. They, they have it in Sunday in Tucson. Uh, Children's Health Defense Arizona is sponsoring the event. I'll be there for the, I think it's the Tuesday event. Yes, February 27th in Chandler, Arizona, basically a suburb of Phoenix at Faith Family Church, Tuesday, February 27th. Uh, after the show, I'll head out on Monday and then get there for the Tuesday. And we'll be live broadcasting. Our plan is uh, from that and then the anecdotal film screening by Jen Sharp and uh, presentations, including I'll be speaking and Q and a panel afterwards. So, and if we, if it's not too late, uh, then we'll probably head to uh, the giving tree for some organic dinner afterwards. So that could be a fun day. And then I'm going to be at Sonoran university on the 28th uh, talking with the students there about silver. And maybe I should present the science experiment for them too, (laughs) because the high schoolers are doing good science. Now Samara did amazing work. So that's, very, very cool. And then, and then, what was the We got the World Wellness Weekend coming up March 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Atlanta, Georgia. Peter McCullough, Judy Mikovits, and more. Uh, that's a Dr. Sterry and Stu, Stu Warner. And they sent us the link, so we're going to make available the interview they did of me or with me yesterday. Uh, first for our patron supporters, then we'll get it out to everybody. And I don't know where else it ends up going out, but uh, that's going to be a great uh, weekend in Atlanta. And then the next weekend, 14, let's see, 14th through 17th, is it? I believe so. And that's going to be, yes, the Next Steps Conference in uh, outside of Atlanta, Buford, Georgia, Lake Lanier Islands Resort. And it's so much fun. Next-steps.info. So many great people are going to be there. You want to be there as well. I'll be lecturing, speaking on that first day, that Thursday, if you want to get there. Don't wait for the weekend. You'll miss me. Uh, so I uh, uh, hope to see you there. Then other events coming up after that. Yes, there's more. There's a whole upcoming events tab at robertscatbell.com. Be Healthy Utah is sponsored third year in a row, April 19th and 20th, Sandy, Utah, outside of Salt Lake, basically a suburb. And we've got a lot of great friends that are reunioning there, including Liana Werner Gray. Then the RSB Show Family Reunion, or it's just called the Family Reunion. Maybe I'm not going to be there. I'm not on it at all. Wait, yes, there I am. I see it. Teasing, Wesley. <laughs> Where's my pie? By the way, my wife said it's pie tonight. I'm going to have an organic pie. The Goody Family Farms Homestead is going to be hosting 14th, 15th, and 16th. Also, somehow, some way, Red Pill Expo as well in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, I believe it is. So there's a lot going on, and there's even more including the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, which is in September, the end of September, 28th, 29th, Indianapolis, Indiana, not Chicago this year. And it's going to be a month earlier. And it's very convenient because you take a free shuttle to the hotel convention center and you can join us and a whole lot of Trinity graduates and students. And you don't have to be a graduate or student at Trinity to enjoy it, including the Trinity live event for healthcare people. So Yolanda, happy birthday. Thank you, Yolanda. I appreciate that. We're having a great Great time. I mean, that step it up. I mean, that was really a cool thing to have. We've never had a sophomore in high school join us on the air from high school with her science teacher to reveal a science experiment that I had no idea was being conducted to find out that the silver gel that you can get from choose to be healthy.com or wherever you get it uh, is more efficient and effective according to her, her study there. I'm not going to argue the study because it's pretty good than over the counter prescription acne medications. Sovereign Silver, the makers are not making any of these claims. I don't sell it. I give it away. But uh, you guys can take that for what it's did worth. Did you ever go? Did cool. you go through that phase with the acne? I know some kids they manage to get through uh, mm. the teenage years without it. Dude, we were the teenage years of of 
of Wolfman Jack and Clearasil. Clearasil. <laughs> exactly. That? Yeah. And, and and there was an ingredient called benzoyl peroxide. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. All of these things. I don't know if they're still using them, but apparently if they're OTC or prescription, the the silver gel's working better. Benzoyl peroxide. And then they came out with the clear sill that had the skin tone in oh, yeah. it, you know, right. that you could yeah. use. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I, I even had, I yeah. even went to the doctor. Oh, you didn't get on Accutane, did you? I got on. It wasn't. It wasn't Accutane. It, there was some other thing. There's like some antibiotic or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. For for acne, what the heck was that called? Uh, it, oh yeah, I know it. Uh, come on back to me. It is. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I totally know. And it's just, I just escaped me. It'll yeah, I'm, I'm drawing the same blank too. But it, <sighs> yeah, it, the the side effect was uh, that it made you sensitive to sunlight. Right. Yes. Um, and I was on that for a little while. Mm-hmm. But, but the Accutane, man, they have to test your liver for elevated enzymes because it's so toxic to the liver. Yeah. I'm thinking, what price for vanity? Especially since you don't need to do that. If you heal your liver and utilize silver topically, eat uh, obviously a better diet, things like that. But if your liver is working well and you're sweating and doing things, it's uh, uh, just amazing. Just just amazing what you can do without having to resort to toxic medications. So anyway, that was cool. By the way, happy birthday, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Yeah. And oh my gosh, we get uh, Allison's really thrilled, mom for Samara. But I'm so grateful. That was a great gift uh, to have her on with her teacher. That was just so cool, so cool. Let's see, uh, Annie, who's a homeopath in Quebec. I have a patient who was completely disabled by the Accutane. Yeah, it's not a mild medicine, folks. And uh, uh, Annie says she's going to be with us in the chat or in the Zoom meeting tomorrow. Our AMA which would be fun to see if, if we have more, we could have more than one homeopath, maybe two or three homeopaths on at the same time. How cool would that be? We do have a homeopathic hit of the day uh, coming up uh, a little later in the show as we're cranking through the, the stories that we didn't cover, uh, including uh, mercury levels in tuna have been unchanged since 1971. Also the COVID vax mandates may have had an unintended consequence. Duh. <laughs> and you were mentioning antibiotics, a uh, story here about maternal use. In other words, if you have antibiotics while you're pregnant, that ends up impacting the health of the, and the immune system of the child yet to be born and manifest uh, even as autoimmune conditions arise in autoimmune conditions in children. So folks don't think that, you know, taking these antibiotics is something that is just like a benign thing. Maternal antibiotic use during childbirth linked to higher risk of autoimmune disease in children. Why? Because you're destroying the very integrity of the immune system that is passed on from mother to child through hopefully a vaginal birth. We talked to uh, doula Emmy Robin just the other day, was it yesterday or so, or two days ago, about, you know, if you have a C-section, make sure you do a vaginal type swab of the bacteria to get that seed started for the microbiome of the child. But these antibiotics decimate. It's not just, a, oh, I took it and I'm okay. I take probiotics. It destroys the home for the microbiome, which is why long-term as well, recovery is gut recovery. Silver aloe gut recovery protocol is so very important as well to restore integrity to the home of the microbiome. Uh, let's see. What else we got, Super Don? I know we kind of... Tetracycline, by the way. was Tetracycline, the, yes. That's what it that was. was yes. That was it. That was it. Yep. Wow. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Hmm. Dude, all right. Well, I'm just like ecstatic for that segment we just did. Yeah, that was cool. Totally cool. That was cool. So uh, I don't know. What do you want to do here? We got some other stories we can talk about here. I think the the stress story is very interesting to me. You like that one? Yeah. You know, 
cancer and stress, right? Let's say you don't know about the Robert Scott Bell show and you, you, you feel like there's something going wrong. You go to a doctor, the doctor farms you out to an oncologist, suspects cancer. They test you and they say it's positive. It might or might not be accurate. We know that there's a lot of uh, misdiagnosis that happens, but suffice to say, let's say it is a cancer diagnosis. And then the, the next thing they do almost automatically is like, well, we got to get you started on chemo tomorrow or radiation or a combination of the two. And they don't want you to think about it. They want to get you on it so rapidly, especially uh, the chemo, because the docs in, in all of medicine, it's weird, but normally the doctors can't directly sell you or benefit or profit from selling you a drug, right? It's kind of an indirect thing, but there's a direct profit that happens for oncologists to put you on chemo. They actually make tons of money on the chemo. That's not made up. That's a fact. We've covered that over the years. And they don't want you to think about it because you might investigate and find out the chemo and radiation might result in much poorer outcome than doing nothing at all. But the fear mongering that they put you through is something that precipitates and facilitates the growth and spread of cancer. So the very first thing they do is frighten you literally to death by enhancing the ability of cancer to grow in a body filled with fear. Look, there are things to be frightened of. The big C, I'd like to say we shouldn't fear it because cancer doesn't have to kill you. The treatment often kills you more than the cancer in allopathic oncology. You know, we've talked about this for years with Ty uh, Bollinger and the Truth About Cancer series and much more than that. But the idea of frightening people, you know, we we talk, remember with Ann and Alden, Ann Archer Butcher, uh, you know, when she was telling the story about how Alden, her husband, got diagnosed with a stage four, you know, uh, cancer around the parotid and the jaw uh, from where he had held his cell phone up years and years. And and she, when she heard that, you know, what the prognosis was, two months to live, heart, she said, don't tell Alden, don't let him hear this. Because she knew the power of belief, the power of emotions. You don't want to start programming your cells to expect death and suffering and degeneration. And part of their process was a positive statement. I'm healthy. I am healthier than I've ever been. That kind of thing that's very important and powerful to program your cells because they're subject to what you believe and manifesting that belief. Now, even if you don't, they talk about the concept of fake till you make, fake it till you make it, but it's not fake. Even if you sort of don't believe it, you got to pay you got you to gotta fight through the negative patterns, the fear, the emotional reality of, oh, well, but it is because the doctor says it is. And you go, uh-uh, I'm not accepting the prognosis or diagnosis. This doesn't mean put your head in the, the pharmaceutical sand and do nothing, although in many cases you might be better off doing nothing like with prostate cancer than what they want to do to you men particularly. But that positive step of we're going to create or outcreate the negativity and the bad guys. And the bad guys in this case, even if they mean well, unfortunately, it's a disaster to frighten people to death. And it's a very real thing. So please find a way. If you even get a cancer diagnosis, please pray or do whatever you do. Go into contemplation or meditation and find a way to connect with your creator, with God, and ask for what is it you need to ask for guidance permission to do something other than what the demigods of doctoring tell you. Now, I'm not saying there's never a role for doctors. You know, that's never been my perspective, but in modern oncology, 
very often what they do makes things worse. If you study it and look into it, you go, uh, I don't think I want to do that. And in the case of Van and Alden with Alden's cancer, they ended up utilizing energy technologies. We talked about the monocore as well. And these are things that are quite extraordinary because they acknowledge an energetic starting point to all things in life good things and bad and correcting them becomes an an imperative part of our recovery rather than just killing things with chemicals or ionizing radiation that cause cancer. Uh, So that's another aspect. So if your doctor is using fear as a tactic to get you to do something much like COVID craziness, Fauci and others, you know that it is coming from the medicine of the devil. Yeah, I said that the negative power, whatever you want to say, because God doesn't work through fear, right? I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Granted, we have innate kind of like warning signals if you're, you know, walking on the edge of a cliff and you're like, there's fear associated with falling over and to your death, right? So you're more cautious and careful. I'm not speaking about the benefit of that kind of fear, but irrational fear that is programmed into us by an allopathic medical class that doesn't even know why cancer occurs. Or if they do, they won't tell you, as they say. Like with Dr. Alfonso Manzo last hour, they're telling him about his GI issues. Oh, bad luck. They still do that. They're not learning nutrition to go organic and do these things that we talk about here. So keep coming back and sharing the good news, especially with cancer, that it doesn't have to be a death sentence. And uh, Alden alive and and thriving four years later, uh, it's extraordinary. Yeah, including the use of cannabis. You know, we had a question come in earlier about the, uh, what was the Rick Simpson oil? And there are various other forms of cannabis, some uh, CBD dominant predominantly, some CBD THC combinations with cancer. Often you need both. And of course, it's become medicinally accepted and not so, uh, 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 you know, shunned anymore in our culture, thankfully, because there's a lot of good that can come from using the cannabis plant as well as selenium. I believe the folium products are also something so extraordinary to counteract the heavy metals, the ionizing radiation. All of these things also contribute to cancer. So if you haven't reached out to Bobri, please consider doing so. Info at foliumpx.com. Send them an email and go, hey, this is going on. Do you think this could be appropriate? How do I start, right? Folium uh, original, there it is on the screen now. Folium immunofolium, uh, the, the uh, relax, this the triumvirate approach, I call it. And it's at foliumpx.com, supercharged antioxidants. So it's not just energy. You know, I still take selenium. I still take the things. And we do these things because we are, yes, there's a material body that exists that needs these things for conductivity, if you will, electrical function, communication, impulse, all of that, that the electrical side of us as spiritual beings too. So it's not one or the other. It's a, a little recognition of all of it and how does it interact without harming us. And that's why, you know, the folium is so amazing. It can help remove those obstacles to cure, as I call it, as we talk about in homeopathy as well. So uh, please do that. Uh, use the code RSB10 to get a little discount when you go to folium, folium products, foliumpx.com. Now, let's see where we are in the time signature, time sequence here. Super Don, if there are any other questions, I, I mentioned the COVID vax mandates may have had an unintended consequence um, are you surprised by that? Are they surprised by that? Really? <laughs> oh, I, it it um, it makes me um, amused, mm-hmm. I guess, when you see these articles. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, there's an analysis that was done by the CDC, mm-hmm. and uh, they came to the conclusion. Uh, here we are in 2024. This whole mess started in 2020, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and they have determined four years later that 
Uh, vaccine mandates didn't significantly change uptake of vaccines. Mm-hmm. And states with mandates actually had lower COVID-19 <laughs> booster uh, and voluntary adult and child flu vaccine coverage than those that mm-hmm. banned vaccine requirements. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, we were saying this. They, You know, they didn't listen to us. <laughs> what is it? What is it with the CDC? You know, it should be yeah. mandatory. They should, they should watch the show. Right. Yeah. They might learn a thing or two. We would have but, saved them so, a lot of headaches. But then they would have to be honest about the things they promote. Yeah. And that would diminish even further the uptake, right? The compliance. That's the irony of this is like, we don't understand why people don't trust us because you lie every time you, you open your why, mouth. Why do, you know, listen, isn't it obviously the people uh, running things over the CDC have never had children. Really? Or if they have, they abuse them with They've this never had children. Here's the reason why I say that. As as a father, you've you've raised children, I've raised children. The concept of I'm going to force you to do something you don't want to do uh working and, and being a successful strategy with children what do they do? You know, when you when you when you lay down, boy, I'm going to force you to do something you don't want to do. They don't want to do it, mm-hmm. right? They'll push back, right? They're yeah. going to find ways not to do it because it's something that you're supposed to do, right? A little reverse psychology, right? Right. Um, yeah. Think, so think about though, if they switched over to telling it's the human truth. nature. If they switched over to telling the truth, you know, they they might gain some people that would actually go, okay, I appreciate your integrity on that. Now I can make a decision about it, and it's not because you're forcing me to or frightening me into it. Yeah. Well, listen, out. when 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 everything first started, mm-hmm. it, it was it was a oh, holy cow, people are dying in the street and falling over and stuff like that. <laughs> they they really they they had the element of surprise, mm-hmm. right? You know, which yeah. is a real thing. Uh, so had they told the truth from the from the get go. They probably would have had a better chance well, of I think getting more compliance, but it was yeah. over time mm-hmm. when you had things like, um, you know, if you get the vaccine, you're, you, you, you won't get COVID. Well, then right. people got the vaccine and then people were getting COVID. Oh, well, well, if you, if you wear a mask, um, you know, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll, you know, and everybody has to, you must wear a mask right. unless I happen to be at a baseball game and decide not to wear my mask. And then some reporter accidentally takes a picture of me. Yeah, right. uh, wearing it on my chin. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just one thing after another, after mm-hmm. another, after another, just, just bumbling idiots, especially at the CDC. Yeah. Uh, Diane is a comment here. I'm heading to Arizona in a few days. Measles has increased in Arizona and they say they're mm-hmm. blaming the increase on the unvaxxed on the unvaxxed. Um, you know what? The reality is inevitably there will be a resurgence in measles when we come to our senses, not when we lose our senses, because by suppressing the expression of measles in childhood, we have not strengthened the species. In fact, you know, here on this show, we've we've covered this again, 25 years, for goodness sake, you've learned a thing or two, I hope, that mortality due to measles was declining precipitously in a good way over the course of the you know first half of the 20th century. And then they bring in this measles uh, vaccine thing and they go, oh, look, look what it did, right? You talk about the chart that tracks down and, and you know, but, but what they don't tell you is they took that little bit at the end and blew it up and ignored that entire downward spir- uh, a trend before the vaccine was initiated or invented and brought to market. And so they show you the last bit when it was already going down and it just stays going down the same way. But the idea that un- the quote unquote unvaxxed are the cause of this 
outbreak. No, it's the failure of this misplaced faith in antibodies synthetically in, initiated, right, through an antigen injections, et cetera, on top of other nasty stuff that comes in with these things. Uh, so we are going to see more of it, and I don't know that they're going to succeed in blaming the unvaxxed anymore. Although one of the comments was like, uh, maybe it's the illegals coming across under, you know, down south, whatever. Dude, well, that, that is just, too. listen, that is just one of yeah. many possible reasons other than, and, and listen, we're just going with, with the narrative here, right? Mm -hmm. You know, how science is, is how it, the, the consensus, right? Yeah. You know, um, um, international travel or people coming in from outside of the country, that that is a reasonable thing that could be looked at, sure. especially when you look at the number of people that are are, are coming in, and the millions, millions right. and millions of people. Right now, uh, the, the situation at the border is insane. Right, but I will take it to this place right now, Super D. That, you know, I mentioned at the end of the show in the bonus round, I didn't know I hadn't gotten word that our friend Scylla Whatcott had passed away almost mm. a couple of weeks ago now. And she just was a wonderful soul. And she was a great healer. She helped so many. And she worked uh, extensively with bringing homeoprophylaxis out into the U.S. and other areas. And here's what I'm going to say. The emergence of, well, for, for one, the lack of trust and faith in vaccines due to COVID overplay, COVID shot overplay, yeah. is, is not going to go away easily. And I don't know that it'll ever, you know, fully diminish. There might be others that come back to, I don't know. But for the most part, now it's opening the doors wide to things like homeoprophylaxis and the use of the nosodes for measles, mumps, rubella, everything like that, as well as uh, other homeopathic remedies to address the fever or the expression of the eruptive diseases like measles, chickenpox, et cetera, that we have the tools, we have the remedies. This is why I was never afraid growing up and having my kids not vaccinated and encountering measles or chickenpox and going, get it done, get it done. And they're stronger because of it. Yet that is not a message that's going to come from CNN, probably not even Fox News for all we know. They're going to be, oh, measles, it's a disaster. It's not a disaster, folks. We have the tools to address it. Even the bioactive silver hydrosol that addresses things, if you believe it's a viral issue or whatever, but as an immune modulator or to eradicate comorbidities, co-infections that may rise in that. But the real key is liver detoxification. If your liver is strong, you will survive. You will thrive, even in the difficulty of getting these things acquired as adults. We can still manage it, navigate it. If you have fever, we have phosphorus, homeopathic. All of these things exist, and you guys keep tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show, and I'll keep delivering these remedies to you. And I don't sell any of them, but I want you to know about them so that you can be better prepared for the inevitability of the return of these things that isn't, it's not a bad thing, ultimately. For those who are ignorant, of course, it could be a bad thing for them. Uh, yes, uh, Diana says we had chicken pox, pox parties. Absolutely. We still had them. Now you're like a, a criminal terrorist if you promote something like that. Yet we're not doing it in a vacuum going, yeah, let's uh, play some Russian roulette and see if our kids live or die. Mm -hmm. No, we have, we have options once they encounter these things to help them through it. And already the mortality was diminished in the early 20th century with enhancements in sewage, sanitation systems, hygiene, nutrition. But that's never, you know, don't, oh no, it's all the vaccine. Even though you could push hotels to the wall and he'll admit what we're saying here, because he, if not, he looks like the absolute fool that he is in many cases. So I just want to let you know that all of this stuff, the propaganda, they're going to say, 
It's not going to land. It's not going to stick the same way it did with the Disneyland measles resulting in California and other states going after religious freedom to say no to vaccines. They're not going to have the same success unless we're in a full-on communistic pharmaceutical police state, which there are those in the WHO and uh, the World Economic Forum would promote that. And many Democrats, maybe some Republicans that are all in on, yes, WHO treaty, IHR, let's give them everything they want. And then everybody will have to get vaccinated because there's no longer independent sovereign regulation or law based on freedom of the individual that we have in the United States, even though we've abandoned it in many places, we're working to get it back. All of us, all of you. And thank you. And by the way, remember Jonathan E. Mord, emord4va.com. Yesterday's show, we talked uh, about calling and volunteering to help collect signatures. Even if you're out of Virginia, you can do that. So uh, anyway, just wanted to let, let loose on that. As we are heading to the home stretch here on the Friday edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show, once again, thank you for all of the kind birthday wishes and greetings and the awesomeness of this show really taken to another level with Samara Cummings coming in and in, in, in her scientific experiment in high school as a 10th grader. That was awesome. The silver gel, the sovereign silver first aid gel, better than the OTC and prescription drugs that were tested in that in vitro test. How cool is that? All right. So we got to wrap up very quickly. It'd be out by 55 sharp before the bonus round. Let's do the homeopathic hit of the day. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, we got another calcarea to share with you. Today, it's calcarea phosphorica. Calcarea phosphorica, the homeopathic hit of the day. And it relates to a lot of bone and connective tissue issues as well. So as we, oh, that's very cute, calcarea phosphorica. Yeah, look at that. It's almost like it came from, uh, I don't know, Elsa and that, uh, what was that frozen play, whatever. But it's not a frozen, it's calcium and phosphate. Let's talk about that. Open the PDF, Super D, and we'll dive into the bone growth remedy, developmental remedy issues, and all of that related to this calc phos. And it's often, again, used for conditions related to bone growth, developmental issues in children, and recovery from bone fra- fractures. So let's dive into some of the therapeutic applications of calcarea phosphorica. Now, its origin, derived from the phosphate of lime, plays a crucial role in what? Homeopathy for addressing this bone health issue, teeth problems in children, like you got a lot of cavities, you might consider a homeopathic calc phos regularly with these kids, aiding the healing process in fractures, particularly noted for efficiency in cases where there is slow or difficult bone growth or when there's a need to strengthen the bones. So key characteristics, we'll see it again, effectiveness treating bone-related issues, including delayed teething in children, osteoporosis in the elderly, and non-union of fractures. It's also uh, indicated for growing pains. If you have kids that are growing so fast, growth pains, calc phos. Conditions arising from changes in weather, like arthritis that worsens in cold and dampness. And mentally, there may be a general sense of dissatisfaction and desire for change, often in individuals that are restless and unhappy with their current circumstances. Now, remember, this is just a superficial look at a very profound and important remedy. There's a lot more to this, but hopefully it piques your interest to dig deeper. Bone growth, development issues, primarily used, managing slow bone growth in children and other things, even teething problems, recovery from fractures. Uh, How about uh, growing pains and arthritis? Yes, indicated for all of that. And there are a lot of remedies that can cross over into that. So if you decide on what potency to take or do, 
Whatever you got, utilize it. But I defer starting with the lower potencies. You can always build up from there. If you want to go into the deep-seated chronic issue uh, remedies, please consult a homeopath for help there. And then we look at the complementary remedies. And there are a few to consider. There are more than this list, but Cilicia keeps coming up. Isn't that interesting? Silica or silicon, we use that as a dietary supplement, the Alta Health product silica that we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. You can use the homeopathic form. It's called Cilicia, along with calc Foss for bone health in cases of delayed healing. Ruta, Ruta graviolans, graviolans, useful for ligaments, tendons, complementary calc Foss action on bone health. And of course, everybody's favorite, I hope by now, Bone Set Comfrey otherwise known as symphytum, which is great for bone health, especially when recovering from breaks and particularly fractures, uh, simple or compound fractures, amazing symphytum. So these are wonderful tools that you have that you might not know. If you go to the health food store, you don't even know what these Latin names mean, but now you do, and you can have that at home. Remember, self Prescription is fine for easy, self-limiting, and identifiable. If it's really deep-seated and doesn't clear up easily, it's okay to seek homeopathic or other help from a healthcare provider. So as we conclude this uh, day's homeopathic hit on calcarea phosphorica, uh, valuable, another valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating bone growth, developmental issues in children, aiding recovery from fractures, addressing conditions like growing pains and certain types of arthritis. Even there's some elements of elasticity in their vascular can be used for as well. The homeopathic hits can't go super deep, but they're designed not to replace a doctor if you have or want one, but to provide information and education so that you can make fully informed decisions about the care of your health and, the, and your loved ones, your community and your children without government or, or medical or media interference. I believe that is your birthright and I will stand by to defend that always, always. And I hope you will too. So I thank you for that. And I think we got a minute to spare, Super Don. That was a... You have good to, job, good job. Motion when you have that. And you know, the homeopathic hits are available for patrons as a video standalone segment. Yes. Whereas everybody else, you, you have the free downloads of PDF. But either way, you're getting value. So consider joining us on the Zoom AMA, becoming a patron supporter. Why don't you? Tomorrow. It's yeah. finally here. That's, how, that's much, how much stuff are you giving away tomorrow? I don't know. I haven't looked at the stash I got, but I'm, I've been really ridiculously generous. Literally literally hundreds of dollars. Of products we've been of giving products away. Given yeah. away on each AMA. It blows yeah. me away sometimes. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, but you got to be a member. And this is one club you want to be a member in because they're cool people like Super Don. He shows up every time. And you guys too. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow on the Robert Scott Bell Show Zoom AMA patron support special for February. And it's the 24th. Those of you listening today. So let's take a break. Come back with a bonus round after this. And I'll tell you a little bit about the Sunday conversation coming up as well. The power right. is yours. All right. Swimming with the fishes. That's not what it means. No cement tied to your, your, your feet there. Seals. Right. Well, whatever. You know. You know what I mean? Seals are not fish. Well, there are fish there. Speaking of fish, though, I had some great yeah. fish last night. Um, oh, dude, I wanted to have dinner with you. You were making yeah, some kind of wild-caught fish kind of thing. Sockeye salmon. Yeah. And um, gave it to my daughter, and she put it in the smoker, and she made like three different versions of it. Mm -hmm. Like one was like an Asian type of thing. Another one had like regular like fish-type seasonings and yeah. The, the other one had like some kind of smoky garlic uh, stump something going on. So, yeah, we we enjoyed we, that last night. That was did good. you use any of the uh, the the 
a pluck because she didn't she doesn't have any of she cooked it over her okay, place so she didn't it. have that we made but. some mashed potatoes yesterday and i put some pluck in it it was really good nice uh, eatpluck.com by the way you get an rsb20 discount code 20 percent off of that stuff uh let's see also we had a, a, a grass-fed london broil and we actually broiled it uh, and it, you know we looked online to learn how many minutes this and that and uh, it was rare. My wife was like, I don't know if I want to eat that. My like, honey, it's my birthday tomorrow. You'll eat it. You'll love it. <laughs> it was really good. You know, so I had my son and his roommate over as well. And, uh, it was, it was really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, really delicious anyway. So, uh, good, good meals. Nice to spend time together, uh, in meal time. And, uh, you know, that's something we don't do much anymore. I have grass fed beef ribs in the slow cooker today for Shabbat dinner. Leslie, now I want to go to dinner with you and your family. So, Thank you, guys. So, oh, here's a big announcement here. What? Ooh, on my let's see, Leslie saying, ah, my website is officially finished and live as well, which is not just for my podcast, but all the things. All the things. So, what's? Yeah, I mean, what's you can't, the website? You can't. Yeah, I mean, come on, you can't just you tell us the website. You tell us what the what, what it, it is. is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a website, but mm-hmm. it's a secret. Ah, <sighs> yeah. I don't want anybody, to, anybody so to look there. at it. We can get there. It was so great to see Leslie and five-sixths of her children at the uh, uh, Jim Baker Show Ministries. That was a fun last week. Can't believe the things we've been doing. It's crazy. Oh, she put it up. There we go. So you see it there? She says it's detailedrestoration.com. Oh, well, I think that's probably about all the things that her husband, James, and the whole family are building, including rehabilitating a house that was kind of falling apart. And so it could be more than that, though. Detailedrestoration.com. What is this? There it is. My name is Leslie. And as your collaborative and intuitive coach, I will empower you to become the author of your own wellness story. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. So it's not just about building houses. Detailed restoration. See? Well, I mean, think about it. You know, it, it uh, you can restore a house. Yeah. But restoration uh, has many other meanings, right? Yeah. And applications. My my bias was because I've been watching the videos of them putting their that house together that I thought yeah. this is all about oh, you know, totally. restoring your house, yeah. but it's restoring your health, which makes sense because Leslie knows what to do. There's a thing there about her. Look, look, at look at that picture. Look at that family. How beautiful that is. What we do. Nice, Leslie. It looks great. All right. Detailed restoration. Loving what it. Else, what else? Whoops. What did Love I just, it. What did I just click on? I don't know what you clicked I'm, on. Oh, I'm booking a consult. I didn't mean to oh, do that. Oh, look at that. Coaching okay. sessions with All right. Leslie. All right. A podcast. How look cool at that. that. She's got the her podcast on here too. My gosh. You know, just remember us little people, you know, as you get bigger and bigger there, Leslie, don't forget us along the way, please. We love you and appreciate you. It's about all things. Yeah, it's about all things. Of course it is. Market. You can shop, buy stuff here. Look at that. Oh, she has an Etsy page. Oh, cool. Very cool. Etsy's cool. Etsy's cool. All right. Awesome. Okay. Oh, and the homestead. Let's see if we click on the Goody Farms. Because they're going to have a lot of stuff you want to get. Yeah. So if you're in the Joplin area or plan to be, come on, join everybody at the Family reunion. Uh, that's uh, June fourteenth through sixteenth. Yeah. All right. So Marge, um, it was over on. Uh, she may still be there. Actually, she says. Yeah. Apparently, Kate Daly is taking a long weekend. So. Yeah. We are are um, we are blessed with the presence 
Maybe. A margin bonus round. With margin the bonus round. Did Marge say she was going to show up? Because we haven't seen her on the uh, the, the, the AMAs. Um, right? I don't know. Yeah, she hasn't been, she hasn't been uh, at an AMA in a while. Yeah, maybe she'll join us tomorrow. That'd be fun. She was a regular, and then yeah. she, she ditched us. <laughs> She's going to be so upset that you said that. <laughs> we got ghosted. Right? Um, we got ghosted by Marge. It's like, no, I didn't ghost you. She thinks we ghost her. No, we you don't. You must show up tomorrow, Marge. It's required. Yes. And we don't require a lot. So uh, I want to see the, the world record audience tomorrow. It's a Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. That'll be the 24th of February for those catching this in time to join us on our Patreon AMA. Zoom AMA. Oh, man. So uh, Monzo was great. Enjoyed Monzo. He's yes. got like such a similar story to mine in, you know, the awakening that happened for his because of his illnesses and ailments. And, you know, there are a lot of us out here on this planet at this time. And some of you may resonate with that message. Some of you may not. But that's the point of unique individual realities. Each of us is an individual created with special gifts, I believe, from God that, uh, you know, we're drawn to what brings us the greatest joy. And many of us here in this audience have been drawn into the healing arts and sciences. And if you gravitate or resonate with that, great. If you don't, no worries. There are a lot of ways to get there is the point. And I'm, I'm grateful for all of them. And uh, it's okay. You don't have to like all of them. You don't have to hate all of them. You just find the one that resonates with you, and that could change over time, but that's part of life. So we can get overly, let's say, uh, down in the dogma and get so, you know, like there are homeopaths like that, and it's like, they're no fun, uh, but we like those that are very inclusive and recognize a lot of paths to healing. What did you just put up on screen? Leslie like Oh, Mondo. she fixed it. Yeah. She called him Mondo, Mondo. first. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very cool. I call him Gonzo. Gonzo, that was cool though. I asked him about the the, the backstory on his name. Yeah, and third, he's the third. Funny how uh, you know that used to be a thing where when people would come through Ellis Island, uh, mm -hmm. they would just their name would get changed. Yep. You know the 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 dude uh, having to sit there and write the stuff instead of having to sit there and try and figure out how to write it mm -hmm. the, correctly it would just shorten it to whatever worked for him. So kind of change, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of messed up, really, if you think about it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, your last name, that's your heritage, right? You know, I mean, there's there's pride, um, at least for some people, uh, <laughs> in, in their in their last name and, and stuff. So to come over here and just have some guy just go, you know what, it has too many letters. We'll just call yeah. you this. Um, kind of arrogant. Yeah. Hey, there's some good news on the media front. On the media Vice front. Media, and this is not good for the staff members, but says several hundred staff members will be laid off and Vice.com news site will be shuttered. Yeah, they've been bailing water on on that situation for a while They haven't now. been friends to us at all, ever. No, Vice. no. Yeah, trying to, you know, implicate us in, you know, whatever they could uh, yeah. regarding our beliefs that are far different because we believe in health, freedom, and healing liberty, and they believe in one nation under pharma, nope. basically. Interesting organization there. They made they went through an evolution. And, you know, that may be the reason why it happened. Because mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, I could be totally wrong, but I think I remember that they originally were like a punk rock type thing that they yeah. had going on. And then they went into news. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was a very just kind of a left-leaning, snarky, you know, uh, angle that they took on stuff. Right. Which, you know... 
with, with only a few exceptions, that stuff really just does not work. Every, every time that, that uh, you know, people, well, not, not every time, somebody will probably yell at me for saying that, but, um, that, you know, these, these types of news outlets have a tendency not to do well. I go back to, you know, the, the example that I remember, and this was the reason why I remember this is because this happened during the time when I was in radio, mm-hmm. uh, when Air America tried to to do their thing. You remember that? Right. Oh, yeah. And they had yeah. all the all the lefty uh, uh, talk show hosts, and boy, they had the lineup going on there, and, and it just crashed and burned mm-hmm. because nobody wanted to listen to it. <laughs> there just wasn't, it just wasn't there. So... Anyway, yes, feel bad for the people losing their jobs, but, um, you know. Well, they made a living attacking. Maybe MSNBC is hiring. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and remember Air America, you know, obviously Rush Limbaugh and the crowd, the conservative talkers, you know, made a lot of fun of it. But it, it, it wasn't so much the liberal ideology, which, you know, may be problematic in a modern context when it lends itself to communism. But the hosts just weren't that funny. You know, they weren't that listenable. Right. Unless you were just a sycophant for their for politics, because with, let's say, Rush Limbaugh, whether you were a conservative kind of guy like what he believed in, you didn't have to be. He was wildly entertaining. Right. And that was the difference in conservative talk radio. It succeeded because it was entertaining as well as informative educated. You didn't have to agree with it, but you largely were entertained. And when they came out with Air America, most of the shows were just boring as boring it, it can be. Uh, so. They failed based not on, I don't believe on political ideology as much as, uh, you know, they just weren't that talented in terms of the medium. Would you agree with that or? Yeah. Well, yeah, they were. I'm, I'm trying, I'm just looking up. So I couldn't, can't remember what the original lineup was there. You had Tom Hartman, who's had some success, success. Um, Randy Rhodes, Mike Malloy, Al Franken, and Rachel Maddow. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say of, of the list there, I think Tom Hartman's has his own deal going on still. Yeah. Um, Randy Rhodes, you know, is Randy Rhodes. Uh, Al Franken, of course, you know, he was the former SNL uh, writer. Yeah. You um, know, the thing is, I, what I found about Al Franken back in the day, I always said he was actually a very good writer. Writer. Yeah, okay? yeah he was. He was funny. You read his book. You might not agree with him politically, but he actually engaged in a, a use of language in a great way as mm-hmm. a performer, as a talk radio guy, didn't he, he sucked. Yeah. He and, 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 yeah. and also, you know, cause he was, he ended up uh, becoming like a Senator or Congress person. I, I think care. yeah, from Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. And um, he did that for a minute and then he was gone. Maddow yeah. really is the one I think is this really had the most success. Yeah. Um, because look, she's smarmy and all of that, but intellectual. She's but- smart though. Yeah, but she's a smart. Yeah, she's yeah, smart. Yeah, she is, and uh, she's engaging, but maddening too. And I think that's also she's got part the, of the gift. The she really does for that that you, type of job. Yeah, you watch her, and you want to throw stuff at the screen. Right, right. It's like so but that she, that she knows how to deliver. She knows how to yeah. uh, how to talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and like I said, she's smart. Yeah, and so yeah, she's she's done well for herself over at MSNBC. Hmm. So Leslie says her maiden name and married name was changed in Ellis Island as well. A lot of immigrants, again, yep. legal immigrants brought to America, came to America. We're coming to America. What? They were the first autocorrect bots. Who were? 
Is that is that at the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island? They were that are now considered autocorrect bots on on last names. I don't know if she was referring to that, but oh yeah, the question Lori asks about Mad Al, Mad Dog, is she really a she? There's elements of uh, you know. I mean, I hate to. I just I hate to say this, but you know, before she, because she used to have a different look. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember this or not. I try not to. Um, Well, no. I mean, she she was she was kind of cute. Um, and then then she went for the look that she has now. If you're a thespian, wait, is that right? A thespian, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, (laughs) that doesn't doesn't alter. uh, You know. Anyway. Yes. Um. She went for the the look that she has now, which is fine. Whatever. I mean, it's just listen. Uh, she's a formidable opponent. Okay, she's not somebody that I I, I would just go. Oh, pfft, you know that's uh, yeah. You know you don't have anything to worry about. You know she can deal with no, that. She's she's she's, also, she's she's good at what she does. She's very smart. She's great at debate. But she lies and deceives, including over the, the you know many clips that did not age well about the, the shot. You get the shot. It will work. You won't get it. On and on it goes. No. Uh, so she's a propagandist. She's a tool of propaganda. And yes, she's good at it in her own way. But I'm not a fan. Just saying. Yeah. Well, I'm not either. I mean, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm... Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. I don't know if this is interesting for people to listen to or not. Yeah, more talk radio inside baseball. Yay. Like this is our our origin point. Twenty five years in, we still remember it. Sometimes I forget about this whole video thing that we do. Mm-hmm. So, so, did anyway, you see? Yeah. Did you see but, that uh, Google? Mm-hmm. You know, they have their their. Uh, I think they're like 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 the third largest, or they're pretty high up on the list of companies that are. Um, really heavily invested in artificial intelligence. Yeah, the Google AI, it's politically correct and woke. It's programmed to be so. They they shut it down. Um, not it not down. the entire thing, but just the uh, image creation side of it. Right. Uh, because it, 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 it caused a big brouhaha mm-hmm. on, on social media, especially on Twitter, because people were, were asking it to create images. And it was like, it didn't matter what they asked, you know, as far as like people goes. Yeah. You know, they'd say, please, uh, you know, um, generate uh, an image of one of the founding fathers. Right. And so then it would be like, sure. And then it would spit out four pictures and there wasn't a single Caucasian founding right. father. It was a Mexican and a black person and an American Indian. And yeah, it's like people are looking at it and they're like, yeah. what? what is this? This, this yeah. is weird. And so it turned into a game on yeah. Twitter. And so people kept asking questions and they tried really hard to ask for it to generate an image of a person without actually outright saying, please make the person white. Mm-hmm. You know, they, so they started using what you would think would be obvious examples. Yeah. And so it's like somebody said, show me a picture of a Viking. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was like an, an American Indian Viking. It's like, they, no. They, show, me a, show me a Nazi show, soldier and, you know, a black guy. Yeah, it was a Asian. black guy in a Nazi uniform. And right. so it turns right. out that it's whoever it was that had, had worked on the programming mm-hmm. for this Google AI, which is called Gemini, right, uh, was really trying to make sure that it was very woke. It was, you know, just wanted to make sure that it highlighted minorities and diversity and right. all that kind of stuff. And it, it became a joke. And Do you so, think about the, the 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 inevitable result if that were to take over? You know, as we talk about controversy of AI, uh, you know, how long will be at one generation from now? We'll look back and the founders of the American and uh, the American Revolution immigrated uh, from Africa and enslaved white people, 
uh, you know, and it's like, you're not going to know the difference. It's like, and then what happens, you know, white people are going for reparations before you know it. It's like, but the AI here is programmed in a certain way. So within that framework, the AI created this because it's how it was programmed. And I think, you know, this is the controversy you've, you've seen. I've, I've, I've kind of slow walked AI. You've embraced it and done some really cool things with it. So as to the point of when we talk about artificial intelligence, is it all bad? I think there's evidence to show there's pretty much some cool advancements that are actually helpful and good, but it doesn't mean just blanket all of it's good either. Right. It's like, like anything any, else. Yeah. It's like anything else. I mean, you, you know, I could come up with a hundred examples, you know, I mean, look at the invention of the gun of the firearm, right? There are a lot of people that would say, you know what? It's evil. We need to get rid of it. Right. Guns can be used for bad things. They can also be used for good things. What do I have on my shirt? Statue of Liberty. Right? Rebellion becomes duty. When, okay. Speech, you know, tyranny is aligned, speech can be used for bad things. Sure. It can be used for good things, too. You know, that doesn't mean that we should ban it altogether and throw the baby out with the bath, bath water, right? Right. Exactly. You know, by the way, you know, I, it's lately, uh, whenever I... I, I, I uh, a saying comes out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. I, I've been trying to pay more attention to the things that I say. Okay. And I've noticed that, you know, there's stuff that I that I just, I learned mm -hmm. growing up from people older than me yeah. that I have no idea why I'm saying it or where that came from. Now, the term, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, where did that come from? You hope where, that why did never, that become you a... You hope that it never really happened. <laughs> Right. Like, isn't that interesting though? It's yeah. like we say these things because our parents said them. Yeah, you uh, hope that it is a saying not based on reality that somebody went. Oh wait, where'd the baby go? Oh, you threw him out with the bathwater. You water threw the again. baby out with the bathwater. Oh, the reason for the saying that was like that's you know, so talk. funny, but that's so old because it's like who throws bathwater out? That was a thing. Yeah, you know, sure. it was like that's how you, you got rid of the water before there was indoor plumbing, right? Yeah, drain out, right. That's pretty what was funny. It, South Park kick the baby. No, don't kick the baby. Yes. But yeah, be nice to the babies. All right, y'all. Don't throw them out with the bathwater. Lionel. That was another guy. That was another uh, talk show host on Air America. Mm -hmm. Chris Steiner says, uh, I don't know if this will all fit or not. Uh, I remember hearing Lionel before he hosted a show on Air America. He went from being anti-establishment, anti-war to being pro-establishment Obama bootlicker <laughs> on Air, Air America to now mm -hmm. returning to being anti-establishment and anti-war. Now, is this the the Lionel, the guy with the glasses that has a super high-pitched uh, uh, helium voice? That guy, I, I, I was, uh, yeah, he was the thing. I haven't seen him in a long time, but he's he's kind of kind of a kind of a well, short, wiry people. guy with these round glasses, and he has a really high-pitched uh, voice, kind of uh, mm -hmm. reminiscent of uh, Mark Levin. Mm -hmm. which I can't stand that guy. I just, I can't. Mark Levin just, he, I, and unfortunately on Sundays they have him on Fox News mm. and he has this huge head yeah. and he looks down at you, mm. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. I'm just like, I, I just, I can't, I don't know. There's something right. about him that just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, but anyway, but, I don't know if that's the same Lionel or not. But yeah, I don't know. But to the point of, of the comment about that Lionel is that, Many people in talk radio were opportunistic in that they looked 
you know, obviously get hired on, get syndicated. And if their politics needed to change in order to do it, they would do it. You know, there, there were some people, believe it or not, were just show people and they just put on an act. Jerry Doyle wasn't one of those guys, for instance. You know, no. he, he was who he was, you know, and I don't know, we could go in behind the scenes and look at certain talk radio uh, personalities over the years and say, well, they weren't really who they were. But um, I think here you pretty much get what you see in terms of me, although now you can see my face again. How's the baby face coming? You want me to grow my beard again, y'all? Or do you like the, the non-scruffy look? I did that for the for the birthday celebration just to see how how I'm aging if I am am I yeah there's some some stuff but anyway a uh, little vanity on the Robert Scott Bell show right now there, there he is I right am. there oh, that's, that's the guy the I'm guy? talking that's about Lionel guy that's Lionel yeah. I believe if the, and now is that the same Lionel that was on Air America yeah I don't know born in 1958 know. okay I don't know anyway oh yes Chris says yes it's the same guy that's the same Lionel. guy all right yeah. yeah. That guy has gone. He has this voice that makes me laugh when I hear him talking. But you know, I've listened to him yeah. in the past, and the stuff he was saying was very reasonable. So sounds like he put the finger to the wind and just went with whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would not say that that, that he he didn't sound like the kind of guy that would be on MSNBC or anything. So mm -hmm. maybe he kind of changed his tune a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see here, Lori. It used to be everyone would take a bath <clears throat> on one night and they would use the same water. I've heard of this. Uh, so if you were the first one getting to take a bath, you were lucky. Mm. The baby would be the last one to get the bath. Oh, that sucks. Uh, very dirty water. Hence <laughs> the, the saying, throwing the baby out with the bath water. All right. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate that. Very interesting. Uh, let's see here. Lori also says AI has the ability to learn and adapt. Um, kind of, yeah. Uh, I worked with AI for 15 months. It was scary how it learned and how I was. Yeah, that you know, it's becoming more and more. I mean, ultimately, that's that's the goal here. I believe with AI is they are trying to come up with with. There's a term for it. And I'm not going to be able to remember what it's called, but um, there's different kinds of AI. There's language models, large language models, which is what, you know, like chat GPT is and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's, there's, oh, man, I can't remember, but it, the, the one that people are scared of has a whole different name. And that's mm -hmm. the kind that actually does learn and adapt um, and think for itself. And I can't remember, can't remember what the, the, the term is, but that is being worked on as well. Something like chat GPT. That, that's not gonna. That's not gonna pick up a, a laser rifle and and uh, kick your door down. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So uh, Marge, by the way, says she's gonna try and be there tomorrow. Yay. Okay, um, so just a reminder, um, I still have not gotten the, the stuff to send it out. I'm, I'm going to get a hold of Elizabeth over at uh, uh, Cardio Miracle to see if she's got the email for me. But right. uh, coming 29th. up on the 29th. Leap day. Leap day. We got a big cardiovascular webinar for free. Yes. Tell all your friends. Please share the link when you get it. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, you'll get it in the in the email alert. And we'll, we'll talk about it between now and then, of course. But yep. let's see what special guests I can bring on that day, too. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. 
Uh, Sunday's con- oh, look at that. There it is. There the it is. Yeah. Tangling truth of vascular health at the baseline. It's me and Josh Hewlett to start. We'll see who else I can bring into the mix. That could be very interesting. Our discussion on that topic. Uh, let's see. Sunday conversation. Super Don reached out to our good friend, Shelly Meyer. She's also a naturopath and, uh, she's a wonderful woman, a mom. Uh, she's done amazing things. She's been part of this family of, you know, of the Robert Scott Bell show for a lot of years. We've watched Jake and Zane grow her kids, uh, her husband. She's, she's also one of the rock and rollers in our audience loves mm-hmm. like the kind of music we grew up with. And, uh, she has a health food store and kind of, if I say a beauty salon combination, I've been there and we're going to do a Sunday conversation with Shelly. She's been, she's had quite a journey in her lifetime and I'm fascinated to hear about it. I think you will be too. And those are the kind of conversations I like to have for, uh, when I can on Sundays. So stay tuned for that for Sunday. She's agreed to to join me. So we're going to kind of interview her, I think today for that, for that broadcast. Yep. Uh, my wife says pie is going to be made or is being made. I'm very yep. excited about that for the birthday celebration. And once again, thank you all for uh, the, the kind words and greetings and all of that. Super D, were you able to get that video toward the end uh, where you can oh, see, I, I want people to know I'm not a bionic robot, right? I'm in shape. <laughs> I'm in good shape at this age. I am. I acknowledge that. But you'll see me breathing hard after 58 or 60 burpees this morning and uh, trying to talk through the, <sighs> but I recovered fast and I did the rest of the nine rounds after that. There it is. I lived. I think I counted right. I feel it. You can do it too, boys and girls. A little cardio miracle. A little persistence. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. The health world. Health freedom. Healing liberty. Keep moving. No matter how old you think you are, you can do more. You can do better. I did it. I was 60, 58, so I got my son for the next three years. <laughs> Thanks for being here. See you on the show today. Three, Starting two, at 3 one. o'clock Eastern Time. Remember, the power to heal is yours. There it is. So, yeah, you can see I was winded. Right? You were very inspired there. It was almost like you were going to do like a Rocky Balboa speech at the end of the <laughs> fight or something, right? Right. I survived. I was really happy about that because I had blown it up into something that it was not, obviously. No. But I just, you know, I don't know why. Whatever. I was really going, oh, I hope I do this because uh, partly, oh, hi, Lise. Thanks, Lise, for the birthday wishes. Thank you so much, Lise. Uh, I, I was, I kind of knew that I would do a live, which we did the it's Instagram live. And then there was another camera from my friend Paige who goes to the gym. She did the, the rapid one where they call it a time-lapse. So it's very quick. But so I knew that I had to complete it. It would be very embarrassing to go, Oh, I can't do it after, you know, 30 or whatever, but it was no problem, honestly. Uh, so I would say that's a goal. Now uh, think about that. The challenge that every year you go older, this is the challenge that gets harder. Not because you're older, but because you got to do it more times based on, you know. And I there was another, Layla Ali sent me, let me see if I can find this, uh, a, a post of, a, of like a boxer who's 78 years old. He's like a training instructor now. I think he's from England. 
And I, I, I started following him on Instagram because dude's inspiring. And of course I'm watching his technique. I'm going, Ooh, I could, I could modify how I do it. <clears throat> see if I can find him though. Looks like Allison is trying to connect. Allison's trying to connect. Oh, yeah. Allison, you want to join us? Uh, we see you click the link, but I don't know if she's doing it by accident, but it'd be fun. Allison usually joins us on the, uh, the, the Zoom AMAs, but she's usually thing on is, the she couldn't have done it by accident because she typed stuff. her name in. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, Allison will usually join by phone because she's off doing errands as moms do on yeah. usually when we're doing these these events. Yeah. So let me see if I can find that boxing guy because he's cool. How would I find him? That's not it. Okay, right? yeah. Nope. So How do you do this? Yeah. I'm so not good, even even though I was able to post something, figuring out this this Instagram thing. I really have to have help to get these things done. Um, trying Marissa to says happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Marissa. Thank you. I'm going to see if this boxing dude is in that my... It looks like a le a, a, an Italian last name there. Mas Mas Mascatelli. Mascatelli. Yeah, that's cool. See what else? What else? Just scrolling for a, a little bit longer. See if I I found him. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the guy. Let's see here. Let's see if you can see that here. He's 78 years old. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's 20 years later than right now. I'm like, okay, I can strive to do that. <laughs> Wow, he's, yeah. Good he's throwing it. He's not he's not rabbit punching. Look at yeah. that. So um let's see. This guy, what is his uh what is his name? Personal Trainer Academy is where he's from. PT Academy. Is there another one in there in that mix? Okay, so the guy's name is Frank's Frank Snoblert or Frank S. Noblert. Noble Art. Frank S. Noblart. Anyway, that's the guy. So if you want to follow a cool 78-year-old boxing instructor, that's inspiring to me. Thinking about that, at 58, if I can do that at 70, I'll be like, that's pretty dang good. Why not strive? Show people that are living examples to what aging can be. I don't know if the guy's all organic or not, but something's working for him, and he's worked out, and he's done a lot of boxing in his lifetime. So that's that's cool and inspiring. So Anyway. Noble art. Yeah, it says Frank S. Noble Art or Frank's Noble Art. It's Frank's the, Noble Art. That's what it's it is. It's the Instagram. Uh, yeah, I found him channel. on, uh, where is this? This is on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel as well, yeah. yeah. Dude, I thank Layla Ali for sharing that. He's a cool guy. I'm, I'm liking that. I like that inspiration, you know? As I said, for whatever little bit I can be an inspiration for any of you, I'm grateful to serve in that capacity too. But I got nothing on that 78-year-old guy. I could do that 20 years from now. I'm like, golden. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Frank's Noble Art. There he is on, on YouTube. Yeah, we're banned on YouTube. So he's not as controversial. They don't <laughs> mind him. <laughs> they don't mind the boxing. Yeah. Apparently the boxing is okay. Yeah. Anyway. Granted, I'm kicking now, not just boxing with the, but it's been good because it's strengthened my lower body more, my core. Now I look at the women at, at that come to the gym and their lower, their legs are so, they're like all muscle. I'm like, I'm like, Ooh, if I could have muscle like that, 
You know, I've got, I've got frog legs despite all the work that I do. They're better than they were, but dude, I, I got nothing on those women. They have some power. Lower power is amazing. So I, I, you know, I know my strengths and my weaknesses. I'll acknowledge them. So anyway, so anybody else got questions, comments, anything on rumble before we wrap up here, heading into the weekend, have Sunday conversation, continue to celebrate the birthday today. What else? See what we got I, here. I should have ordered a cake from your wife. She's amazing in the design she does. Free, uh, Freedom Matters over at Rumble says, RSB, what supplements do you take in addition to Cardio Miracle? We haven't had that question in a little bit. It's true. We have not. Do you know what I take? I think we take a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, there you got the... <laughs> it's not the holy trinity. I don't know yeah. what you would call it. It's there's more than three. It's the but, baseline, you know, yeah. we talk about the basic su supplemental deficiencies we have: the the chromium, which is now the food research sugar glucose sugar balance. Uh, the the uh, food research now has replaced the innate response. The selenium, right? You have a selenium, and the Alta products silica. I'm you know, still working on the N8 selenium because I bought some. Yeah, and so I, I just finished mine too, so I don't yeah. have a problem with you know finishing. So up food research that. is the is the, is the, the new one that's being right recommended. Okay. Yeah, until further notice. I mean, there may be others out there. I'm not as up on everything, but that's what we do. What's the price well, difference? I think it's a little less expensive. Is it less? Is it? Yeah, see, yeah, that's even great. Yeah. Not that it was really that expensive to begin no, with. No, and but. Jonathan, you know, makes a fair price, and you can get a discount by using the RSB five code at choose to be healthy dot com. Um, also, you know, I do the I have been doing the Mega Food Magnesium switching over also to food research on that um, as as we run out of, of the stock of that. Um, let's see, <laughs> what, I still have to get what? through my bottle of the magnesium. So that food research is the one on that too. Correct. Yep. Switch All right. Well, this is good to know. Yeah, and let's see what else. Uh, All right, silica. That's still Alta. Uh, yes, correct. Alta yeah. silica, yeah. and then you've got the uh, missing link, mm -hmm. which is uh, is choose to be healthy. That's uh, not a yeah. doc, actually. Uh, yeah, the brand, and then you're doing the uh, the copper, right? We do the the, the sovereign copper every day. I do right. at least a tablespoon a day of the sovereign copper, and um, what else? Uh, you know, a, a B complex uh, that I think. Also, food research has a good one there uh, okay. as another one. Do you do uh, fish oil at all? Um, well, we are testing out the Orlo. Right, and that's the omega-3, but that's algae. Yeah, algae-based yeah. fish oil. But yeah, we've done fish oil. We've done some from Nutritional Frontiers, Nordic Naturals, different things like that. Okay. Uh, so, you know, essential fats are good. Um, let's see, just kind of imagining what's in the cupboard. A uh, few other things that, that I take. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. That's good for now. I, I can always bring them down like in the Zoom AMA if you want to join us on that. Um, consider being part of that if you haven't. Uh, Patreon, as little as $4.99 a month. Good Lord, it's nothing to get access to things that we talk about that I can't even talk about on the air. So if you want to join us on the Zoom AMA, maybe I can bring down and show you the stuff I'm taking now. Um, the family takes every day. <sighs> Let's see. What else? I don't know. Any other questions or comments, y'all? Before we wrap up here for the week. Remember, Tuesday, Chandler, Arizona. That's the anecdotal screening. And then loads of other stuff coming up. All right. Let's stick a fork in it. <laughs> I'll stick a fork in some organic pie later. There you go. After, well, happy birthday, man. Asked. Happy birthday. 
Thanks. It was a great show. Uh, Dr. Monzo brought it. Also, uh, having Samara and her teacher, uh, let's say Lisa, uh, from high school, 10th grade, sophomore, doing the study. We had that we had no idea that was going to happen until like right before showtime. I got this picture, this image. Uh, if you want to show that real quick to wrap up, do you have access to that image again? Um, if you missed it, you'll want to go back and see it. It's a cool interview. She conducted an experiment on acne. As you can see, the little Petri dishes of, I think she said E. coli, which is associated with acne. And then she utilized various over-the-counter and one prescription acne product, topical product, uh, utilized in vitro testing and used the Sovereign Silver First Aid Gel and also had a control that was not Very scientific. Yeah, really yep. well done, Samara. Really well done. And found that Sovereign Silver blew the gel, blew every one of those things away, the OTC and the prescription. This is a, a high schooler. She did a great job. Uh, so it makes me a little bit pri pri prideful, not in a bad way, but just acknowledging the work done on that many, many years ago in the mid early 2000s when I was in house over there uh, to develop that gel that it's doing such good work for people and to have it tested like that. That is so cool. So that was the bonus. We'll have to add that image and maybe a picture or screen grab uh, to the show notes so that we will remember that we had two new guests today, Samara and her teacher in 10th grade, uh, that'll add to the list that is rapidly rising to 2000 guests. Each guest is only counted once, even if they're on multiple times, just so you know. So 25 years in now. Yeah. We'll pretty much interview everybody on the planet. Eventually. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. There are some people I'm like, no, not interested. I Pass like the people that, that we get on the show. I do. Um, thanks again for your support. We still have some more tweaks to do on the website and, you know, every little bit, like you, if you donate or you do a patron, uh, a sponsorship, if you will, uh, it really helps us to to meet that the needs there and make, you know, better accessible this information. Remember, the archives are now at an archived site. So you have to click on the more tab. That's the thing. I, I just, I'm not, I think a lot of people don't look at those tabs. And that would disappoint me because there's so much more on the more tab, mm -hmm. you know, including the homeopathic hits. You can download the PDFs for free there. Uh, but there's also a link to the show archives, the detox dialogues, and the old V Science Bites we did with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and a donate button and Patreon. And you can subscribe, of course, to the newsletter for free as well. You yep. can always text RSB to two, two uh, no, that's the old one, 66866. I still have that in my brain. <laughs> text RSB to the number 66866. Okay. Anything else? All right, man. We're done. We're done. We're done. Stick a fork in us. I'll be back Sunday, Sunday Conversations, Shelly Meyer. That's fun. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you all for being here. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Hopefully see you some, of, some of you in Arizona next week. That'll be so much fun. All right. Have a good, uh, have a good weekend. And we'll be back live on Monday. Do some burpees. Hey, all right.